Okay, let 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 let's begin. Give me your beat. What up, everybody? I'm Dave. And I'm Jade. And this is episode 23 of A Spouse Podcast. Happy Saturday. Happy Mother's Day weekend. Ow! We so... Happy Mother's Day Eve. Yeah, but it's the weekend. I said happy Mother's Day weekend. Cheers to the freaking weekend. I'm still out of breath. Hold on, i got to adjust the mic. Damn, those 10 stairs. Ten stairs. Okay, Bitches. here we go. You're already starting off. Bitches. Is this a jade I get today? What? It is ten stairs. Hush, hush, hush. Five more and than five. ten stairs. There's not five stairs. There's probably ten, ten, it's twenty. Five and five. What up, everybody? We're back. So, um, what up, y'all? What if we? What's happening? Go ahead. Keep going. I'm writing some stuff down. It's been six weeks. Of my, oh. What is it? Been six weeks. What? I'm not saying the rest of it. Why? People want to hear it. They don't know what's going on. Tell them. What? Sing the song. It's the dopest in St. Clown Posse. The who? The dopest in St. Clown Posse. Pussy? Posse. Posse, buddy. Oh, it sounded like you said pussy. I think you did. Like bitches. What? What? Who's a bitch? Your mom. JK. Dude, she listens to this podcast, by the way. She just told us, Mom, Mom, I don't know. I'm sorry, Mom. <laughs> Mama, I'm sorry. I'm Speaking of moms, it's Mother's Day. So, um, you're the mother of my children. I'm not going to Congratulations. Cry. So, you are probably... Baby mama. You're the... <laughs> I don't know. Bow, 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 bow. Nobody I'm not your homie's that. baby mama. <laughs> well, you said baby mama. That's... What hey, I am. Listen, I was just playing off what you said. I Don't am the mother of your children. You shall show me respect, you peasant. So, yeah, it's Mother's Day weekend. Yeah. It's always um, in this house, it's a uh, very heavy weekend. It is a hard it's weekend. It's probably for the me. worst weekend of um, the year. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it literally is. Every year, it's the worst weekend for me. I know that it's facts. And uh, yeah, because it's like I want to get you stuff. Uh, you don't really, I don't know. It's almost like you want this weekend to be not here is what it feels like a lot of times. It's like true. You don't even, right, right. Um, so it's hard for me because uh, I want you to enjoy it and celebrate it because, uh, you know, you're the mother of my children. So, yeah. and I, I feel like I dropped the ball a lot. You know, because you're always buying gifts and stuff, so you're always thinking of that, whereas you're the person that just wants to hang out. Yeah. But. Um, I'm the quality time person. I yeah. like time. 
Yeah, you like time, so. I like memories. That's go, what go I like. Building. Yeah, pictures. You've been posting a lot. You were just showing. I'm getting my peas again. I, I need to order those little fuzzy Little things. spit screens. So if anybody hears, that's Frankie. He's in his cage right now. In uh, his crate, yeah. Crate, cage, whatever. His house, little, I call his it his house. His little house, his little home, house. his little um, timeout. <laughs> um, well, he's in there because neither <clears> one of the boys wanted him, but they have rascals, so. Yeah. Because he's a handful. Yeah, he's a lot. He's a lot to do with, so. um yeah, so it's uh, I, I guess um, yeah, it's just it, this weekend's always like the worst of the year, I think, you know, and it's like with my mom, you know, like I love my mom, she's still around. Your mom, uh, people don't know, uh, your mom passed away and ten years ago this year. Ten years ago this year, yeah, from from small, cancer, small cell lung cancer. So yeah. um, I think that's why in our she house, was forty nine, very young. And I think uh, that that's um, that's the hardest, you know. Um, uh, oh man, it's kind of uh, this is one of those things where you're trying to traverse through this. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's not easy. So I guess we're starting this podcast off a little heavy, and then we'll end on a great note because astronomicon and wrestling. And, but, yeah, um, it's just uh, it's, it's hard it's, because yeah. I guess it's probably the same for like women who've lost babies, right? Mm-hmm. Like. Yeah. Like women who want to be moms but can't because of infertility issues. I don't or think it's that. Whatever. I just think well, it's I more think your it's, mom. It's your mom. So, no, I'm saying like I if like other people have gone through it or maybe they haven't lost their mom, but maybe they've like lost a child right. or, you know, it's like, uh, I guess just for me, like I felt like when my mom died, like I really lost any sense of faith. In what? Religion? Religion. Right. God, but yeah, but then you talk about those times that you have, like when, um, you know, you bring up that story about like almost drowning and then something pulling you out of the water. So there's those moments. Well, but it's also like what happens to your body when you're almost going to die. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you were in the Mm -hmm. uh, ambulance when you were almost died Mm -hmm. and you seen a flash of light, Mm -hmm. but you know, it's the ambulance light. So the light you was think. on in the ambulance. You think? No, but everybody talks about the light. I'm not religious, but um, right, I like, know. But there's that's what times I'm saying. in our life like, that you and I both sat down to pray for things, and then things came to fruition. That's a yeah, big but word. other people see that as like you're putting it out in the universe. When you speak it in, you when you speak it, you speak something into existence because it's like making yeah. it more of a reality. So then yeah. you have like a factual goal to work mm-hmm. towards, and yeah. You know, it's it, it's not that I'm like uh, anti-religion. Like if no, I believe religion, in a higher power. When you're too, religion, I think I, the same way. if someone's yeah. religious, you know, like I'm fine with that. Like I don't tell them they're dumb or think it's stupid or yeah. whatever. It's just well, my best friend growing up. It's not was right big. for me. Yeah, it's not right for me. My best friend growing up, he's his family was um, uh, very religious. You know, and and I remember going to church with him a couple times. And I mean, I don't, I don't know. There's something out there. You know, we didn't just get here. I don't think, you know, I, I don't, yeah. Who knows, right? Yeah. I, Nobody really knows. This is one of those forever philosophical questions, right? Because mm-hmm. you really can't prove either way. Right. Nobody was there. There's right. no written record of it. Right. You know, there's lots of stuff that you can say that points at one direction or another. Yeah. You know, but the thing is, is really for me, religion is, is community for people, right? It's a way, it's another way to be tribal. You know, it's another way to, to get a homie. Right. You know, like, oh, you're Catholic, well, I think people I'm Catholic just want to feel connected to something, you know, like, 
Um, well, they feel connected to each other, team. and then if they like all have the same. When you play team sports, your team, your camaraderie, the, the 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 girls, the boys, whoever that they're like your family. So you're all connected. You go, you hang out, you go out to eat. Uh, then as you get older, your circle of friends, same thing. You go out to eat, hang out, stuff like that. People from work. Well, I think with religion, though. Even religion, right? No, I, I think with religion thing. is a sense of community, right? right? It's just a sense of community, and, and and it's easier to navigate that community when you all have the same general sense of morality, mm-hmm. right? Like right. beliefs, everything like that. Right, right? it's like yeah. a nudist camp. Like everybody's good with being well, nude. Why do we so, get right to the nude thing? What? I'm just saying because that's something that's different, right? Like they all have. Straight to the nude, from religion to nude camp. It's all communities, right? It's all different communities. Like they yeah. have one sense of, you know, like it's fine for you to walk around naked here and no one's going to judge you and whatever else. And it's right. the, supposed to be the same way. Like we right. all follow this religion and we're not judging each other and we live yeah. by this morality. And it's, yeah. you know, I I feel like there's some religions where it's almost nothing but judgment on you based on every single thing that you do. Oh, yeah. I felt like that uh, when we were at church um, in our younger years. When we used to go to, we'll keep it out of the thing, but, you know, like we would go there and then they would pass the uh, collection tray around and, you know, we were poor, so we didn't have a lot of money, but we were going there for like guidance and, you know, just community, right? Well, the thing for me is and that like, we put money in that support. thing. Like, yeah, like we're we put what well, we could afford. We're trying to yeah. support that community mm-hmm. because that's what we are part right. of. You know, it's just, you know, yeah. it's like, you know, as you go through life, you find your different things that fit you and what don't and, yeah. You know, you believe in that there's something out there fits you and me believe in there's not fits me, yeah. you know. So it's like for me, I like to live my life based in, you know, things that I can see, touch and believe, touch you know. Believe. So like. Right. So do you believe in ghosts? No. Do you believe in aliens? Uh that's just weird. Like, I've had this conversation on the other show before. Like, uh, What's your other show? Best friend show right. with my best friend, Heather. Uh-huh. It. Do I believe there's aliens? Yes. Mm-hmm. Do I believe they come and visit us and drive past well, and check us out like it's a zoo? No. Now you think they're billionaires that visit us? You think like these, these no, UFOs I, that they're... that was a joke. That but, was a but joke. But what if? But what if they are billionaires from other planets? You know what no, I'm yeah, saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, but I'm just saying like... I mean, it's thought. I, I don't believe that there's aliens that swing by to be like, check out these bitches. You don't <laughs> think so? No. Really? No, I don't. You think there's other people in the universe? I absolutely think, no, do I think there's other people like us? No. No, I don't think there's anything exactly like us. You th- you don't think, we're, you think we're the only ones in the entire universe? The only humans. humans, yes. We're the only humans. Yes. I believe we're the only humans It mm. because your environment is what shapes you. Like, the shit you find at the bottom of the ocean is not the same shit you find up here on land. So, it's your environment that shapes you. Do I think that there's another environment that grew exactly identical to ours probably not so what do you think about like atlantis and all those lost sea like, that's here though that's here civilizations oh no i'm just no, i'm going deeper like do you think aliens live in the ocean like do you do think I people think no i don't like do you no, think the atlantis like sunk right do like, you think there's a civilization that's in the ocean deep in the ocean like of people? the parts yeah like, like people. people like like um no like sea monkeys but like big Sea mon- like six foot sea monkeys. You're talking like mermaids and shit. Like no, yeah. I no, I don't. You don't think so. I think there's fish and shit down there. I think there's mm. a ton of stuff that we don't understand. But you don't think there's like people down there like bartering and trading and like having a party right now in the ocean? Driving around in a train? No, I don't. Like I don't. Really? But okay. you know, I, I'm in the rest of the universe. Mm-hmm. I think it's very self centered to believe that we're the only 
life. <laughs> this fucking insane e, uh, this insane e autograph picture. The way he's looking at me the whole podcast. Well, the, just, like, I think it's just. Me. I just think it. You know, I think it's super self centered to believe that you're the only thing that exists. But I, I believe in aliens because mm. they they're not from here. But I don't. You think, believe in Bigfoot. Uh, I believe in. Do I believe in Bigfoot? Um, do you believe? Do you believe there's a Bigfoot? Like I believe there was a Bigfoot. Do you foot. think there was something like Harry and the Hendersons? Us growing up in the '90s, there was that show Harry and the Hendersons. I, and I believe there was. I believe there was something like Bigfoot uh, as we evolved. Right. Right. Like right. we see the difference between the different variations of humans. Right. Right, and there has to be a time when they cross over. Right. Right. So yeah. it's like one fades out, one takes over. It's survival of the fit. Right. Survival of the fittest, mm-hmm. Darwinism. Yeah. And I think there probably was something that was very similar. Yeah. You know, there's lots of, like, native tribes that talk about Bigfoot. Yeah. You know, like, do I think there's still Bigfoots out, living out and about? Yeah. Maybe. Right. You know, but, like, do I think he's, like, chilling in Seattle somewhere? No, I don't. But there's a ton of, untu- like, us driving through the desert of, you know, uh, Nevada. Nevada. Yeah. And just seeing how much open space there was and yeah. probably how much land has never had anything crazy? trick like, across remember it. remember just driving on that highway and then, like, all of a sudden you just see, like, a couple little buildings. And that was it. Or you'd be and driving it, along and be a random donkey. Well, there was two in that field, remember? Yeah, but that's oh, what I'm saying. Oh, you're talking about the one on the street? Yeah, just yeah. the one walking down the street and then there's signs that's like, hey, <laughs> random ass donkeys, be yeah. careful. That dude just stared at us. I was like, when we pulled up, it looked fake. Remember? We pulled up and I was like, is that... And like then it was like, what's up, bitch, <laughs> yeah. when, you, when it turned its head and looked at yeah. us? Yeah, and then I took a picture, and it was like a shitty picture, but that's funny. Yeah, and then those two were in the fields. But I just I just remember, like, drive. I don't know, just drive. It was just, that was just fun. Like, you just drive, and you get out, and you're like, Jesus, there's so much land out here, you know? Tired. All I kept saying was, like, how many dead bodies do you think are out there? You did say that. Well, fuck, man, when they were looking for that dude down there. Yeah, well, that killed that, his girlfriend. They found fourteen or some shit. Like, yeah, you're talking in how many months? Like, not in months, in weeks. In weeks, I mean, in yeah, weeks. like in weeks they found. In just a couple weeks, they found just because they like searched so fourteen it's like, bodies. That's crazy. Like I, I just wonder. Well, but you, you gotta know, think how many people go missing mm, every year, right? right? That yeah. they don't find their body. You know, yeah. it's like they're not at the they're not at the bottom of lakes everywhere. You know, it's like they're. Well, not I think at the about that too. Lake. Like I, I, I always wonder. Like I got some friends that go like um, hiking and stuff. Like we went that one time for Father's Day, and like I always think about like how fun it would be to just go hiking, throw up a tent, stay in the woods. You know, but then dudes die, and you like, you know, or people they go missing, and I'm like, well, what? You know, like what happens? Do they just die? Or do they, like, sure. have a heart attack? Do they yeah. fall off a ledge and then, you know, animals eat them and then that's it? Like we Yeah, don't find like them some people like, get dehydrated yeah. and they pass out and mm. then they die because right. no one comes along. Nobody prepares. They're... That's why I was wondering. Like, I think people go in and just don't prepare as much maybe. I don't know. Well, just think of it. Because like, I've been wanting to do that too, like, just to go and do that. And then I was like, well, but just you know, think of the difference, like, when shit, we're. Like, you would worry, yeah. Well, just think about the difference in temperature from when we were in Las Vegas to when we drove out to the Clown Motel. Like, it was a 40-degree drop. Well, I remember getting up coffee for that next day. And it was fucking freezing. There was still snow on the mountains. That place was so cool, though. Yeah, it was super cool, but I'm just saying, like, like, that was just, that that was, like, a three-hour difference, and it was, like, 40-degree temperature change, you know? And you were still in the same state, you know? So it was, like... You know, it's just crazy. So it's yeah. like, of course, like if I was in Las Vegas wearing Las Vegas clothes and then was like, 
yeah, let's drive in the mountains. And I'd get out yeah. there, like, it's cold as fuck. Right. Like, oh yeah, my God. it was. That shit was so fun, man. Just pulling over and going hiking and just walking yeah. through. And didn't see a lot of wildlife. I was hoping we'd see more, like, rattlesnakes or some shit or just, you know, nothing. It felt like we'd only seen donkeys. That was about it. I'm you know, fine with donkeys. Scorpions, nothing. I wanted to see something, but I'm not a vet at that, you know. Yeah, I'm, I feel I'm, like Chosmer. I'm like, fine nah, with donkeys. You, like I, you know, Chosmer would know where to go. You know, I, I can stuff. hard pass on rattlesnakes and stuff. You know, I'm cool with not seeing those things. Yeah, see, I would like to see them. While my husband's laying on the ground taking pictures, it's great not to have a rattlesnake <laughs> around. It's cool. Oh yeah, but I would take pictures of it. You know what I'm saying? That shit would be cool. I don't know. It's like yeah, when you go to the ocean and you see like a fish, or you see like you know like um, yeah, but it's a not cool to see a shark. You yeah, but it is cool to see a shark. It yeah, is. But, like, but, everybody wants to see a like shark when, pulled up on a pier. But not like when you're floating. Not like when you're floating right. in the water. Like when we did with Logan and he freaked out. I asked him about that all the time. He, and I even asked him, like, do you remember what it looked like? And he goes, absolutely. Like, he remembers and I remember it. And it yeah. was just like, it was almost so surreal. But it's like, yeah, that's the time when they're feeding. You know, we're out there looking for shells and shit, walking in waist deep right. water, and this little tiger shark's right next to us. And I'm like, holy shit, Logan, get out of here. And he just, you know, it's like to me, that was cool. But yeah, it could have ate us, you know. Well, it could have bit you. Bit you, turned into a bad trip. Yeah, could have been a bad To see that stuff, time. like when you when you see the horseshoe crabs, those things are always cool, you know, because you're like just walking and then you see it or finding the sand dollars, you know. Or like seeing those stingrays, those right. big manta rays we saw. Yeah. Like, that's cool. Yeah, I just Dolphins. seen one go viral on, um, or it was uh, posted up on, I think, Nature's Metal. It was like, uh, it was an oil rig. Mm -hmm. Did you see that? No, but those things like have like their entire own the oil... ecosystem around there. What? The oil rigs? Oil rigs. Yeah. They're, because they're warm and there's always shit going on around them. So it's like, yeah. they, they're like their all entire ecosystem. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was just, it was a, it was a, it was a video of like above and it. This, this manta ray was huge, and it was like, you know. Like 25 foot across, wasn't it? Yeah, it was crazy, and it said uh, the the oil rig for for show or for size or something, comparison yeah. or some shit. And I was like, holy fuck. And I remember when I was in the bathroom and you and the boys said that big-ass one. I don't know if I seen it. I think I might have seen it or you showed me a picture. Yeah, we showed you a picture because I think you were in the bathroom. And, you were and then it swam underneath, yeah. yeah. And that thing was like six foot. Those things are amazing. But yeah. Yeah, so we had some, we've had a busy, busy while. We had Easter. We haven't even talked about all that. Well, Easter wasn't even, that Shit. Easter wasn't even the first thing. What was the first thing since our last, our last podcast was, was John. I don't remember when that was, like what month, but you keep yawning. I don't you know. Some coffee? Was here, it like March? No, I'm some good. Coffee. It was like, I don't know, was that March? March. I guess, like, I, we had. Uh, got hockey playoffs going on right now. Yeah, but we, uh, we had. uh uh Square, well, I had Squared Circle Expo. Right, that's Heather's uh, thing. Yeah, Heather so that was Friday, Saturday um, at the Wyndham West in Indianapolis. Oh, you want to get into that? Oh, it's great. They had uh, over 70 wrestlers make appearances so there. So what is Squared Circle? So Squared Circle is, for sure, the Midwest's largest wrestling convention. Mm -hmm. um, when did it start? Like so this year? was the second year. second year. So first year was last year, of course, if this was the second year. Right. Um, it's in Indianapolis every year in April time frame. Um, this year it was uh, Easter weekend. Next mm -hmm. year it is also Easter weekend, but Easter weekend is at the beginning of April. So it's like April 5th and 6th. 
Mm-hmm. Um, their, uh, their convention's always just Friday, Saturday, which I'm a fan of because then Sunday you can head home. Like Saturday night, you can stay out late with everyone, hang out, and then sleep in Sunday and then drive home right. and chill out on Sunday. Right. Other cons are Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So it literally goes all day Sunday. And then you got to make the trek home, and then you don't get home till late, and you're and you still got to get up early because the con starts early. So, right. But I like theirs only being Friday, Saturday. It's nice because you get a lot more people. Like basically, when you have a con that's Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you get a few people Friday, right. a few people Sunday, the majority people Saturday. Mm-hmm. But when you have it just Friday, Saturday, you get like thirty to forty percent of your people Friday, and then you know, 60, 70% Saturday. Right. You know, so like, I feel like when you have Friday, Saturday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, it's like 15, 60, 20, you know, kind of thing. Like, I feel like Friday's a light day and then Sunday's like family heavy and Sunday is like the big, like fan heavy. There's families there too on Saturdays, but like Sunday is more family heavy. I think Uh when you have a Sunday, Friday. So who all was there? Like, do you remember... Um, at Heather's, um, wait, you're talking about the, sorry, I'm talking about texting the boys. Um, you're talking about square Square circle. Circle. You're talking about the difference between cons of the two. Yeah. When they have like two versus three where it's nicer. Yeah. I just like it better because you can sleep, you can stay out late Saturday, sleep in Sunday. You have no responsibilities. I guess, honestly, if you were a con attender, Mm -hmm. you could do the same thing. Uh, No, you could do the same thing. Right. Because. If you've been there Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or you've been there just Saturday and you stay the night till Sunday, there's no really rush for you to get down Sunday morning. Yeah. Um, because you've probably already seen the majority of things that you wanted to see the previous day you were there. Yeah. Um, unless there's someone who's a Sunday only, or if you got a pro photo op or something like that, you have to be there at a certain time, or if you're waiting for so like a, you do there? a program. Like, what did you ha- like? like what so did I sold you- tickets. Yeah. At Heather's. So I like work the. Like the front. You worked the main front thing, so you had to meet yeah. everybody coming in. That's and my that. favorite thing. Up, Like, honestly, yeah. I feel like that. Um, I don't want to say it's, like, my favorite thing. Like, I really like being, like, in the con. So, like, I've, I like walking around so I can see things and be able to, like, see people and interact with other people. Right. But the thing about, like, selling tickets or checking people in who've already, like, pre-purchased tickets online is, like, you get to meet every single person that's attending the convention, right. you know? So it's really like, uh, I don't want to say you set the tone for it because that sounds like self-centered or whatever, but like you're the first impression of the con, right? So when they're just well, checking Well, if you're an in, asshole, then people are going to be like, fuck this place. I'm not coming back here again. Well, it might not even be that, but it's like, if you're slow, mm-hmm. they're like, God, this place is so fucking slow. You know, it's like, yeah. you can either like, give people a really good start to the convention that continues to carry on. But I feel like if they get a shitty start to the convention, like on check-in, then like, then they start to see the negatives as they go. Like they might be excited about a few things, but then they can start saying like, Oh, so-and-so's autographs are so expensive or, you know, it's crowd or, you know, whatever nitpicky because it already started with a, like a shitty experience. So it just continues. So it's like, you know, like the whole look good, feel good. Mm -hmm. Like if you feel like shit, you're going to look and it's going to, your day's right. going to continue to remain shitty because you're just like, eh. Yeah. You know, but if you start off good, you wake up, you've had enough right. sleep, you get some yep. breakfast, you know, your day's going good. Mm-hmm. You know, but if you wake up late, you know, your alarm yeah. clock miss, you get a flat tire on your way to work, you know, like yep. shit's happening, you get to work, you're like, this day's going to fucking suck. And it does. Yep. You know, because you're, 
you know, it's well, we all get through it. I feel like they make us stronger. Those days make us stronger. Yeah, but that doesn't matter at a convention. They just go to a different one, right? Oh no, no, I know what's you're saying. You're no, comparing I, I, it to the convention. I know what you're saying. I'm just, I'm just, sa- yeah, I'm just yeah, saying, yeah. like if if you start them off on a positive experience, their experience yeah. normally remains positive right. unless they have a bad experience with someone yeah. they wanted to see. Yeah. You know, which is you know something that's not really yeah. in your control. So but did you get to meet anybody? Was there anybody cool? Like who was the coolest people you met? Uh, I don't think, well, the people that I met are the same people that I met last year because I was really tired. I thought they had a bunch of new people though. They did have a bunch of new, oh, well, like I met the Steiners, the oh, Steiner brothers. Like I never, them. I never met them before and Rick I'm, and Scott, right? Yeah. Rick and and Scott I met Steiner them at Heather's Scott thing Steiner. when I was out like shopping around for you guys stuff. Do you remember playing them on WCW wrestling, the video game? They were no, both No, because I never there. played that wrestling game. No. But... No, I'm just, they're from Michigan, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. they both wrestle. Well, that's what I was going to say, because uh, uh, Rick Steiner in the game, he always wore the head thing. Yeah. And he wore it. He wore it, it at Heather's thing. Scott Steiner. It's Scott. Right. Scott Steiner. Scott yeah. Steiner wear, wears that like. The head. The, head, um, the metal thing, like uh, he's a knight. Oh, that's Scott. Yes. That's Scott. And then Rick Steiner wears the actual wrestling. I think we have it wrong, because I think Rick Steiner was also Papa Pump. No, that was Scott Steiner. I don't know, man. We might be wrong. Google that shit. God damn it. Okay, talk anyway. So you met them. Yeah, so I yeah. met them. Right. Because they just got inducted into the like the Wrestling Hall of mm-hmm. Fame. Yeah. So I met them at Heather's thing was at, when I was just out shopping because they were next to Brooke Hogan. Oh, yeah, yeah. But then I also knew they were going to be at Astronomicon the next weekend. So I was like, hey, I'll see you guys next weekend. Right, right. So, so that's how it started. Like the I went to... Indianapolis on Thursday. I left Saturday so night. So did we say Papa Pump was? Rick Steiner? Scott Steiner. You're right. Scott Steiner. Yeah. Yeah, there he is. I know. Yep. Big Papa Pump, Scott Steiner. So Rick Steiner. I know, because like I said, I met them, and he was wearing the head thing uh-huh. at Heather's. He didn't wear that head thing at Astro, mm. but he wore it at Heather's. Right. I keep calling it Heather's. At Squared Circle. <coughs> well, she she was part of it, right? Her yeah, and she's Ed part and... owner. So, But yeah, yeah. so at Squared Circle... Mm-hmm. That's where I, I met them originally, and I'm like, I'll see you guys next weekend. And yeah. then I did see them the next weekend. And yeah. So, but that's how it started. Like, mm-hmm. that was like October, whatever, or April, April, Friday, Saturday, and then the next day was Easter. Yeah. So I left late Saturday night, mm-hmm. got home late, got up early the next morning, went out grocery shopping, and did Easter at our house. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Easter that's for right. everyone. That's right, yeah. And then yeah, work. Clean Saturday night. I was doing the cleaning, and then you came. <coughs> you got home, and then, yeah, Sunday was good. Easter was awesome. Yeah, Easter. We was didn't great. even talk about Easter. Easter was great. Mm-hmm. That was probably the best Easter ever. We we had uh, three little kids, uh, all under five. We had right. two four year olds and a one year old. Right. So we did a a, a kid Easter egg hunt. Yep. Uh, and then we did an adult kid Easter egg hunt adult kid. for all of our yeah, kids. For all of our kids that had like Fortnite V Bucks. You got them Xbox Live. Bought them li- a bunch of little uh, Debbie snack cakes, a bunch of chips, yes. Amazon cards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Basically, that's like snacks. Snacks and snacks. Yeah, basically snacks and gift cards to a, bu- yeah. to a bunch of different things. That's so, because yeah. we, you know, we had, we have, we have two boys. Our, two big boys. Our, our, all our. Yeah, everybody in there. We have two boys. Uh, Dave's sister, she has two boys. Uh, her husband has a has a son and a daughter. Mm-hmm. So, so that's six. So, six, so there's right? five boys and a girl. Yep. And so. then she has the daughter, and then um, 
Amy and Ryan brought the two down. Yeah, brought the kids. Little Bert was playing hockey. Lola was lifting all the heavy shit. Yep. Everything. Yeah. She's strong. She's Lisa. strong. Uncle Uncle Brave looked at me. Yeah, she was lifting that pipe. That pipe was it was pretty impressive. For sure. It's crazy. It's crazy to know that, you know, she's just watching in Encanto. Encanto, yeah. Encanto and then she's like, you know, strong just like being Louisa. Strong like Louisa and And then she know. starts watching CrossFit. Mm-hmm. And she's watching CrossFit, yeah. Yep. Got Bert into hockey. Logan was out there playing with Bert. Had him hitting one timers, which is insane. Yeah. For the first Timing. time ever. I know, old. but like the first time he ever picks up a stick, he's literally hitting one timers into the net. I was like, what the hell? So that's funny. But yeah, it was cool. That that Easter egg hunt. Luckily we had a good day. Yeah, the well the day was, the great. Day was great. You know, it was a little yep. on the cool side, you know, so but that What's up, bro? What's up? What's up? Oh, oh, what's up? I thought yeah. something was wrong. Oh, yeah, I thought you were going to tell us something. Yeah, I thought you were going to say something. What? <laughs> oh, oh, you clean. Oh, I didn't even notice it. I, I noticed that first, but then I, I didn't, but then I I didn't was realize. Like, what? Oh, Gage is here. Gage, say hi. 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 <laughs> and he's all. So he got a haircut got today because uh, we got senior pictures next Saturday. Yeah, and, and he's then, all uh, shaved up. He shaved it. I want to take a picture. Funny. It makes me want to cry. Makes you want to cry. That's funny. I was actually liking the beard earlier. <laughs> Look at the face he gives you. What kind of face is that? That's going up for our neck for this episode. We'll put it on that Instagram. You want me to tag you in it or no? Oh yeah? You want to spell podcast? Oh, Gage Shaved. Gage Shaved. Holy oh, shaved. is that the name that's the name of the podcast? <laughs> what? No, we're not doing that. Is that what no. you want? No. I was like, no. what? <laughs> So no, Gage I'm just like Gage us. Oh, you leaving? It looks good, dude. Your haircut looks good, too. I'm sorry about earlier. What? Yeah, upstairs. When I shit on your haircut. I was. I just I just asked him who cut his hair. Because the one guy that he always goes sees, I forget his name. I think his name's Dave. But he has a he has a funky little mustache, and it's twirled up. It and, is uh, Dave. Yeah, I think his yeah. name's Dave. His name yeah, is Dave. Nice dude. And uh, he always cuts gauges. And then uh, last time we were in there, I had him cut my beard. He trimmed my beard up, but uh, he's a pretty good dude. Old school guy. I was talking to him. He showed me his license, and he was literally my dad's age. He has the same license from that when he was 18, his 18-year-old license in his wallet, and he has the same mustache. Nice. <laughs> Twirled up. Yeah. Twirled up and everything. He's I was like, like, I'm no hipster. Shit. Yeah. Pretty cool. So that's at Western Hills Barber. Shout out to them. little free ad there. Send some traffic that way if you're on oh, west okay. side, best side. Wasn't it Western Hills Barber? That's not where we went. <laughs> Whoops. Where'd you go? We went to Great Clips. He wanted to go to Great Clips. Wait, is Dave the dude with the beard? The little the little man? The little bald dude with the yeah, beard? Yeah, with the beard. Oh, I'm getting him so fucking confused. Yes, that dude's awesome. Yeah. So I got a story about that guy. So when I used to deliver mail, uh, that's crazy. I didn't know that dude was still cutting hair. Yeah. Okay, so he he cut Gage's hair like when Gage was fucking what? Little. Little. That's why like, Gage wanted to go there again. I didn't know that. Yeah. I had no idea that's what we, we went, went to sports clips. Yeah, but first I wasn't connecting the two when we them. were talking because that's what you said was sports clips. And then on the phone, you told me you were going to go to Western Hills Barbers. You said you were going to try that place because that was a place you looked at last night and you've seen the first review and you're like, huh. yeah. But then Gage said right. when we were on our way there, he, he said, said that he'd prefer to go to Great Clips because that's where he's gone since he was little. Uh-huh. And maybe Dave was there and Dave was there and we kept. Uh-huh. 
kept waiting so to get him. But then, so did Gage say anything to Dave? No, because he had another lady. I don't even Dave, know if Dave knows Gage. Yeah, like, he does. He used to cut his hair. Did he know Gage? Like when he went when in he and, looked when we came in, he looked right at us, like he remembered us because we shit, haven't been man. there in a minute. So I used to. So when I was over here in Chiviet and I was delivering mail. Uh, he lived in an apartment complex that was on my route. Yeah. And he would come out and I would talk to him and he knew who I was. And I was like, hey, yeah, you cut my son's hair and stuff. So, you know, we always tipped him well. Great guy. And I always tried to talk to him about getting his own little sh- shop. Like, mm-hmm. man, you should get into like one of these little barber shops. Well, there's you know like, I mean? there's literally three right around him. I know that he could make more money, you know, just because it's more in his pocket. You're cutting out that big corporation more. I feel like that, that would be a, a, a um, big thing but uh yeah so i was talking to him and um about that so that's funny i i wasn't putting two and that's two together story? what no. that's a story about dave is no. that you talked to him at his house one time that he cut your kid's hair that was the story what is that not a good story oh i thought that was the lead up to the story like no, you were explaining this, no, like the, oh i was no, talking I'm to him one time like that, and then i thought you were gonna be like and then a drunk driver came out of nowhere and no, crashed in his car no, and no. i was like holy oh, shit i damn, can't believe dude. this day what I a horrible so day bad. should i rewind that and cut that whole thing out of there no no not That's at all i was terrible. just i was just waiting for a story and no, then i was I just like bombed you just basically said i bombed there that i there was no story so no, no i, I wasn't fearless with you the story. have adhd so i thought maybe you got distracted so Squirrel. i was like was that the story no, 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 that no. you were trying to tell and then so, you'd go no. oh no 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 this the is the story. story is is that dave cut gage's hair uh-huh. and i never seen him until one day he walked out of his apartment and i said oh you cut my son's hair so then we started talking he bought stickers from me i would talk to him like all the time cuz i seen him every day and I would always try and get him out of his, you know, to like leave great clips and go to like, like I have a buddy, Antonio, who opened uh, his own barbershop. He used to deliver mail with me and then he quit. Mm-hmm. I think I told you about him. He was a PTF or a yeah. CCA yeah, yeah. and he was like for six years or whatever. So, and that's what he does. And now he's got his own space and it's like, it's him by himself and he's always looking for people to come help him out. And I'm like, oh, well, you know, that's where, so that's, that's the story was, is that yeah. I talked to him all the time. I didn't know where he lived, and then one day I found him, so that's kind of cool. But I guess the bigger of the story was that I didn't know who you guys were talking about earlier. Yeah. I thought you were talking about this other guy. I don't think the other guy's name's Dave, oh, but okay. the guy I'm talking about is this old guy. He he um, he cuts hair at Western Hills Barbers. Oh, okay. And that used to be the place that, that um, was the barber shop behind Target in the back of the plaza. <clears throat> at the Western Hills Plaza in the old days behind... Um, no, I know. I, I took... That's where Dade got his mohawk at. That's where yeah. he took me his mohawk. Yeah. But like... That, the guy... Right. But that's still there. In the back of that? Yeah. Oh, they might have moved. Is that still there? It's still there. I literally drove past it the other day. It's still in the back there. Never mind then. I just I think it's confused. a new... It's just a new shop. No. Like, it's just a new shop. No, they moved from... I'm pretty sure that they moved... From there, and then the guy, I don't know how it was. Maybe there's some drama there then. Maybe, maybe they like split because they had Yeah, like maybe it was a guys. split. Yeah, right. Who knows? I don't know. But uh, the guy that runs the one now, I, I remember him from uh, when I first started at the post office and delivering in um, Grossbeck. He uh, he used to go to that barber school. Yeah. And, <laughs> and uh, I would see him all the time, and now he's at the Western Hills Barbershop. Yeah, I feel like uh, but, those kind of things are, you know, like those kind of jobs are something that, like, don't go away. You know what I'm saying? Like, people are always going to need to get their hair cut. 
that's something you can't get tattoos. done by a robot. People are always going to want to get tattoo work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tattoos. You're always going to need someone to fix your air conditioning, plumbing. your plumbing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think that's where we're getting back to. <clears throat> if you're going deeper on that thought, you know, like where things are moving is. Well, like, you're just talking about job skills. <clears throat> kids are putting more value on those type of things. I know a lot of these kids from coaching and stuff that are like going into trade school and pushing up trade schools and stuff like that, you know, and kind of going away from college. And now you see like college taking a little hit. You know what I mean? So I feel like they're going to be doing an adjustment here. But, uh, I feel like yeah, but, athletes but that's too. the thing is that that's, that's because colleges have done that to themselves, right? Like, oh yeah, they've yeah. they've priced themselves so high that mm-hmm. unless you have uh, unless you have someone going there for you know to be a doctor or something, like even with doctors though, they're like really pricing themselves out of you know competition because it's it, there's no value. Like, right. teachers go to college and spend a hundred thousand dollars on college at UC. And then they come out making thirty five grand a year, right? Like that, ma- that makes no sense. <laughs> makes no sense. You know, like there's no way you can pay back a hundred thousand dollars in loans. I feel like there's going to be an adjustment. Grand a year. We're just all waiting for it. That's what it is. There's got to be a shift, and we're just all waiting for that to happen. Like, when's it going to happen? But you that's what what's I mean? happening now, and that's like when are teachers going to get paid more? Well, but I feel like that's why valued. the country's so divided, right? right. Because mm-hmm. like. You know, you have like a group of people saying like, we'll let the market do it. But then when the market's doing it, they don't like it. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, when a kid can work at McDonald's for $15 an hour Mm -hmm. and a whole group of people are like, they shouldn't be making $15 an hour. That's the market. That's how the market goes. Yeah. When you have a bunch of you have a bunch of jobs you can't fill. Look at how expensive shit's getting though. I was looking at milk today when I was at the store. It's fucking almost $4 yeah, but, a gallon. But the thing is, though, is that inflation has continued to rise mm-hmm. for ever. Yeah, forever. So it's forever. just like, and you ever, know, ever. and it and so with when all these people say like, oh, well, the price of everything's going up because the wages are going up. That's not true because the, you know, uh, minimum wage has been seven twenty five right. for a long ass time and prices right. have continued to go up. So right. especially with. An increase in mechanization and cost savings projects that people are constantly doing. Um, the the cost saving projects they're doing should outweigh the cost of that they have to make their product. Right? Any right. rise in commodity prices is you know like that should trigger them to do cost saving projects so that their product stays the cost of that product stays the same or cheaper. Right. Right. So like for me, when people have businesses that they can't keep open because of commodity prices. It's a lack of engineering on their side. No, it's a lack of engineering on their side. Like they have a non-sustainable business model, Mm -hmm. right? Like if you have a business that you can't keep open, Mm -hmm. if commodity prices increase, then you don't have a good business model. Right. Like you have to do some type of, you know, I don't say engineering, but some type of different change so that you can stay competitive. That's what a PR department's for. Not a PR department. Sure. No, here's the thing. Creative director. If, if you have a restaurant there, where people can eat there. inside or or drive through, if commodity prices are so expensive, you need somebody to make you some dope reels, bring some traffic in there, get the superstars coming in. BP. It, it doesn't matter if if it costs thirty dollars for a pound of hamburger. I love Brandon. Phillips. And you're trying to turn hamburgers. Mm-hmm. You know that if the cost of your food doesn't 
bring people in because it's too expensive based on what you're serving, then right. you have to change what you're serving. Right. You know, or you have to change your business model to being a walk-up window right. where all you have is cooks and two window people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because if yeah. if if you just have two, two people work in the window mm-hmm. and then you have 25 cooks, you're going to be ripping out hamburgers fast as fuck, right? You're right. not going to have a whole fast long-ass fuck, line. boy. Yeah, but you're not going to have a whole long-ass line. Yeah. But if you only have two cooks and 10 people work in a window, mm-hmm. you know, like when you have you know, waitresses and shit that have to serve people who are in and you have a whole bunch of waitresses and you got two people inside your restaurant and then you have a drive through that's popping and you only got two cooks. You got a bunch of, you got a bunch of people who aren't doing anything. Right. You know, you're paying them, even if it's $2 an hour, they're not making tips. They're going to quit, right. you know, and then you lost whatever training you have in them. You have to change your bottle, you know, your, your, your business model to say, okay, we no longer are sit in service. We have picnic tables outside, you know, it's walk up only or except we got bees like out here. Bees. Well, it's like rallies. Shit was all Well, but over. then you pay attention to the outside, right? Like yeah. if that's what you are, you pay attention right. to the outside. You gotta and get make some sure, bee things in there. You make Dude, sure that I shit's beehives. not happening. I'd be like, yo, we're going to make honey here now, motherfucker. Yeah, but like we've been to, Dude. when we go to the. That's information. What's I it called? I need to sell that. What that's is it? Okay. Um, what? The apple thing, the apple orchard, uh, apple Yates, cider? cider mill. Yates when cider we go mill? to cider mill, they got a yeah. bee problem, but they have a bunch of shit that deters the bees out, right? They got like all these little things that sit on the table that draws the bees in mm. so that they stay away from you. But then when we went and ate at the barbecue place, the bees were like, sup, we're eating barbecue together. Yeah. I'm going to just land on your head. Yeah. You know, like they yeah. had no sort of deterrent. So right. it's like, they just didn't give a fuck. So like yeah. if you're losing business cause you don't have any place to eat and your whole model is for people to sit outside, it doesn't make sense. You know, and that's the thing is that if you don't have a sustainable business, but those same people who don't have sustainable businesses took out COVID loans, right. aren't paying those COVID loans back. They're given forgiven. But then those same people are on the Internet talking about how college loans shouldn't be forgiven. Right. And it's like, bro, you have an $80,000 COVID loan that got, yeah, you know, that got forgiven. But you got a problem with a college kid getting that same advantage. Like, right. why is it that you deserve it and they don't? Right. You know, and you're so vocal against it because loans are meant to be paid back. Well, Wait, I feel like... Uh, why didn't you pay yours back? Keep that same energy, bro. It's the same way. It'll be the same thing. They're anti-abortion until it impacts them. That's that's how it goes. I got lost. I feel like you went on a thing there. Go I did ahead. go on a tangent because it just makes me mad when there's a group of people who are super vocal about you know, rights and their rights and whatever else, but then they don't apply that same energy, you know, like I shouldn't pay back. Yeah. But that's what, that's the, that's, that's where we're at right now in the world. We're at the, yo, okay. Keep that same energy, bro. Yeah. That's where we're at. Like we're at that level of like, um, if you're going to be an asshole, cool. When I call you out on some shit, keep that same energy, bro. Don't go cowering down. I don't understand like like, I'm at the same thing. Like Delta. Billions of dollars in COVID loans mm-hmm. to keep business to keep Delta going, right? right. Mm-hmm. They're a giant corporation. We're not talking about small businesses, right? You know, yeah, that, none they're of a, that. They're they a, how many small businesses? They did help didn't a lot, see, did they? They helped a lot of small bu- businesses. In fact, helped. it's a small business I'm talking about that took out an eighty thousand dollar COVID loan, had it forgiven, posted parties of them having the best year they've ever had for their business. The same year they had their COVID loans forgiven. 
you know, and then they're on the internet talking about how student loans shouldn't be forgiven. But it's like, out of anybody, you should be the person paying back your COVID loan. Yeah. Like you literally just posted this giant party you had with all the people you work with about? at your company. I'm not going to say who it is, but what's it's it like, rhyme with? They know what it is. What's it rhyme with? I don't know. <laughs> but people, Boeing? people get the whole thing. The whole thing? Oh, they got the whole the thing? thing? The whole thing. The whole thing. Damn, crazy. dude. That's crazy. I hope whole they get the whole thing. thing. Sorry. Whole thing. Whole thing. Yeah. Shout out to those real realtors out there selling houses. Yeah. Killing it. Killing it. I got I got one that just hit up the west side, best side. She's like, I'm living in your neighborhood. Oh, yeah. Want to sell your that. house. I'm I like, seen that. Nope. That, that was in the Pontius Estates thing. Pontius Estates, yeah. Yeah. 300,000. Yeah, but... Uh, yeah, keep that same energy, bro. Keep that same energy. Keep that same energy, bro. Like, uh, yeah, I'm with it. It's We're like you can't thing, be man. you mm-hmm. can't be anti-COVID shot because yeah. it's your body, but then anti-abortion because then that's not your body. It's like, come on. It's like bitching about people when they're breaking down and they're not doing as much work as other people. And then those people start breaking down. And then they're in the same situation that the people they were saying shit about. You know what I mean? Like, keep that same energy, bro. Oh, for sure. Keep that same energy. Keep that same energy, bro. But the thing... uh, Don't say shit about people if you're going to be in that same situation at some point. There's a lot of people who aren't very good with empathy. Mm-hmm. Right. Like they yeah. they can't put themselves in other people's shoes mm-hmm. unless it actually happens to them. Mm-hmm. And then even at that point, it's only things that help them and not right. help other people that's in the same situation as them. Because for some reason, they think that their that their problem is special, you know, like and that they deserve the help. But someone else doesn't right. because of this, that and the other, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah, to me. With COVID loans, if you're a business, like just when I was going to say about Delta, is Delta was is a billion dollar business. They have a ton of people. They charge a lot of money for their tickets, mm-hmm. you know, and then they can't stay open. Yeah. So then the government gives them billions of dollars in COVID loans to keep them going. Like, shut it down. Yeah. Like, they didn't go bankrupt. How come Delta didn't go bankrupt? Like, all of their money should have been gone before anybody stepped in to save them. Like, it's like, oh, well, they're going to go bankrupt if we don't set in now. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't, it's like, it's a month into the pandemic and you need billions of dollars. Like, you can't survive one month. Oh, it's deep, dude. It's because it's deeper than this. It's deep state shit, It's me fucking start selling off your planes, Delta. You no, do. you only fly. You don't fly out of the country anymore. You gotta now, save now you them. Only it's fly. the same thing with the banks. It's the same thing with the cars. We gotta save them all. Big money. To me, that's the that's. It's like if you're talking about free market, that's free market. Like start selling off your planes. Like you got to change your business model. Sorry, there's a pandemic. We can't fly to any. Stop uh, selling Mercury cars. Only focus on Chevy or like, Ford. Right. Like we can't. We can't fly out of the country anyway because of this pandemic. So we're going to sell off half of our planes that we used to fly around the world in. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're going to do to yep. save money. Like we're going to sell off our planes and we're going to cut go? service. That's what Spirit did. Spirit cut service. Where do all those planes go? Like what do they do with the planes when they're done with them? You know what I mean? They sell them and they scrap them. And then what? Yeah. The same thing that happens to you cars when you're done yards? with them. Do you ever go on YouTube and look at like old, old, uh, 
like car graves, old car cemeteries, or old plane ship and yeah, plane but yards but those people shit. buy it's those planes. All, no, it'd be like miles. No, I miles. know, but people buy those for parts. Yeah, because other people have those planes still, but they no longer make I just those. Feel parts. like we've made too much shit. You know what I mean? Sometimes that, that's deep, Dave. Like we just make too much shit. We've innovated ourselves into like cluster and stuff. You know what I mean? No, it's not too we, many cars. It, no, like instead of having three companies, we need 15, 50 different companies to choose from. You need that to keep the prices competitive. But we need that with everything. If you only keep have that same energy, if you bro. only have three people that make cars, mm-hmm. then they can easily get together and say, "We sell all these cars for fifteen grand. These cars are thirty. That's how you keep Isn't the market what competitive. Doing now? Getting together. No, because they got to... The big three can't get together because they have to compete with Toyota. We're talking bigger than the big three. Bigger. Aren't they getting together? Who? Like McLaren? Who no fuck them. drives McLarens? No, them. The top, top people. Okay, dude. Like, I just hate <laughs> when people say that because they can never say who them are. Like, I'll, I literally... Who them are? The deep state. Them. The deep state. The cool. people that are all talking to each the other. The people. Dun, the dun, Illuminati. Dun. There you go. It's stupid. Is it? It's to me, I'll like visit, I'll give you people. What if it for real comes out that it is a real thing? <laughs> what what if it comes out that people really are aliens? I don't know. Like exactly. Who fucking cares? I start ripping like, my face it's like off when and you, now my, that's, like, my that's tongue faith. comes over and it's that's like, literally what faith is. That what? what you're just saying right now is literally what faith is. Dun, dun, dun. And we gotta have faith. It's literally like, what if I'm doing this stuff today because this happens in the future? But it's like, but that's, you don't know if that's going to happen in the future. Like, that's not what has happened. So, who sings that song? George Michaels. Who wrote that song? I thought it was George Michael. I didn't know it was George Michaels. Is it George Michael? Who cares? It's an Why are you so annoyed today? Are you okay? You want to hug? I don't, who cares? Is that important to the story? What I'm about an, these I'm storms not now? Today. Yeah, you are a little bit. I'm not. I'm not. What about the, you're tired? I see it. Did you not sleep good last night? No, I didn't sleep good last why? night. Why? Because I hate this weekend. Oh, that's why that's I why. hate this weekend. Damn it! Then we shouldn't have done. I it. hate this weekend. Do you want to talk? What would make you feel better? What? Uh, uh, can you bring my mom back? Can you bring my mom back to life for maybe a few days? That would be fantastic. I just, I just hate this weekend. Like, I just hate it. Yeah. I want to celebrate. I want to celebrate my relationship with my kids. I want to do that, yeah. but it's hard mm. when you don't have your mom. Right? No, I get, dude. Look, I'm not there. It's hard so. seeing other people hug their moms. It's hard like, it's for hard. me to go through this with you, right? Like, because I went through all of it. Right. You know what I'm saying? I've seen it all. I know the stories. I know the background. So it's real hard. Right. It's real. You know hard. what I mean? And. um I don't know what that's like. I don't want to know what that's like. It's the worst feeling ever. So, you know, today, like, that's all I thought about. And that's all I ever think about every year is the same thing. Like, how do we get into this weekend and get out of this weekend okay? You know? Yeah. So, Astronomicon. I met somebody who was awesome. Who'd you meet? I didn't think this guy was going to be awesome. Who was it? I fucking hate. Hate. Whoa. Hey, that's strong work. The fucking team he used to play for. Okay? This man won a Stanley Cup with this team. Oh. And when I grew up, 
I fucking hated this team. Still kind of do, but I still kind of like them because my heart's part of them. Still, still, still kind of hate them. Darren McCarty. What is it that you call it? For a the fucking hole? Red Wings. Shit a shithole. It is a... Sh- Honestly, I got to be honest. Like, we just went up there for Astronomicon. Like, like um, it's funny because, like, driving up there, like, it feels like that's coming back and this is going down. Yeah. It's how it feels. It feels like shit's flipped. Like... Oh, Detroit's starting to build up. They're starting to come up. And Cincinnati's like, well, the, the Reds suck. Talk- Our fucking owner's yeah, but, shitty. But you're talking anyway, about like Detroit Darren is growing, McCarty. right? Like Detroit essentially burned out and they're growing again. Mm. So they have money no, from property taxes for people who are moving back into mm-hmm. the city, regardless of, you know, who it is. Right. You know, but they're moving back into the city. They're mm-hmm. buying up houses. They're paying property taxes again. So that's able mm-hmm. to like generate more revenue to be able to fix some shit mm. and make areas look nicer and better and people taking care of their neighborhoods and having pride in it again yeah. and Detroit's on the rise. People just keep thinking of it as, you know, fucking bombed up Iraq. But So so we went to Astronomicon mm-hmm. and on the final day um, Darren McCarty was there. So I wore my Cincinnati Mighty Ducks jersey and uh, got in line and had him sign his rookie card. Yep. Because um, when, um, in November. Whose idea was that? That was yours. Yes. Shout out to the queen. Whoop. Shout out to Jade. Jade. Not Jay. Jade. Okay. Anyway. Um, in November, I found all my cards. I thought somebody may have stole them and sold them. Right, and then I found them all, and then I went through them all, and I had this pristine Darren McCarty upper deck rookie card. So I took it with me because you said Darren McCarty's going to be there, uh-huh. right? He's there every year. You say he's there every year. They, Super they awesome. Sell his dude. comic book there. They they have his comic book. I have the first two issues. Donnie Brook. Um. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's all I'll say about that. Um. And uh, so he was there the final day. So I took the card and uh, got in line. And, you know, it's always weird when you meet, like, a famous person. Yeah. Or somebody who, um, I guess, has been to where, like, you're trying to go maybe. Right? Like, whatever. Like, he's a professional hockey player. Of course, I had dreams of playing professional hockey. So you look up to those people Mm because they made it there. You know, they went through the, the grind. You know, we kind of know a little bit of that with Dade in high yeah. school. Mm-hmm. We had, like, our little taste of high school. I could only imagine what, like, AAA yeah. juniors is like for some kid who's not driving. Right. <laughs> you know? Um, but, yeah, he was there. I took a picture of his hands just because I'm always fascinated by um, the Ice Guardians. So, hashtag Ice Guardians, you know, the guys who, uh, who are... Um, who have like a job and like so uh, I'll get into a little bit here while we're we're chilling like um so ice guardians are like dudes who are like the the bad boys of hockey so if, if for people who haven't watched hockey hockey's one of those sports they police their own sport so um and he's one of those guys he was on the team when the um when the uh, Red Wings won the Stanley Cup in 97 98 and 07 and 08 so he was literally on both back-to-back Stanley Cup um, Red Wings championships. So he played with Steve Eiserman. 
Steve Eisenman's a GOAT. Steve Eisenman doesn't fight. So that's why Darren McCarty's there. So when somebody comes in and tries to cheap shot Steve Eisenman, right, take him out of the game so that, you know, you have an advantage in the playoffs or whatever, Mm -hmm. Darren McCarty will beat your fucking face in. So when I met him, I asked him if I could take a picture of his hands. So we put them out, and they're pretty fucking gnarly. So I'll make sure that I put uh, I put that picture up for this podcast. But super awesome, dude. Super nice. He signed his rookie card. Loved it. We kind of shot the shit. He told me a little story. And, uh, and then uh, he said he would come on our podcast. So that was kind of cool. I'm, g- I'm going to follow up with that. You know, he started following our podcast, I think. Maybe he didn't. No, it's weird because I, I don't think he has an Instagram. He only has a Twitter. That's what he was saying. He, no, was he saying has an Instagram. Oh, he does? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, who knows? You know, you never know. It'd be fun to have somebody like that on just to, like, I don't know, man. Like, I couldn't imagine the questions I'd come up with him. Like, 97, 98, like, 07, 08, those, <laughs> you yeah. know, like, he played against Ed Belfort. You know, that was what well, you can idol. talk about, so you know, like, like he's a guy who like went from, you know, being at the top of the game, you know, 97, 98, you know, yeah. to like not even really being on the team, you know, for See, the I next don't think of those Cups. questions, but like looking at it like, yeah, you're right. That That's a big time frame. But like 10 years later, he like I'm was sure his role changed a lot. Well, 10 years later, he like st- wasn't yeah. even on the team. They just but like signed him for the playoffs. I thought he had a goal like I thought he did, that, but. It was like his first game with the team. Like he, they just signed him for the playoffs, right? You know, like, and then he got back on the team. Like the oh, next so year. he wasn't with them. Like he didn't play for the team the entire season of oh seven or oh eight. Oh oh seven. Oh seven. He did. He didn't. Oh, he wasn't on the team. They like um, just signed him for well, the playoffs. Who was the other guy? So it was Darren McCarty, and there was another tough dude. <sighs> Who's the other player for that Red Wings team? Uh, you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, with He's the right red there. hair, Chris. God damn it. They're like the one-two dudes. Because yeah. I know Darren McCarty wasn't the only tough guy on the team. He wasn't the only ice guardian. It was him and somebody else. Darren McCarty and blah, blah, blah. They were they were basically in the same. All right, yeah. you're looking it up. All right, I'll keep I'm you. So anyways, keep I met him, and, uh, you know, we took a selfie. I took a selfie, with, took a picture with him. He signed up. He signed an 8x10, said here's to the winged wheel yeah, to Jade and Espouse podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, he's got a Stanley Cups, signed it, and then he signed uh, a picture of him punching um, fucking, what's his name, for the Colorado Avalanche. I hate that dude. Uh, God. Chris Draper no. and Kirk yeah, Maltby. That's that's, those are the three, yeah. The grind I forgot line. about the Kirk grind Maltby. Line. Yeah, the grind line. Yeah, dude. So if he came on, man, we would talk about that. You said you had a poster of that, right? Yeah. Well, it what was, was it from called? Detroit. Yeah, I know. I know. But I don't I don't remember those posters. It's literally the grind line. That's what they were called. The poster was called the grind. Like, the what did the poster look like? It I would had like the three of them it. on it. Anyway, he's beating Claude Lemieux. He yeah. signed a picture of him punching Claude Lemieux in the fucking head. And they just had, like, their anniversary of that happening was the other day, too. Mm-hmm. Like I've right seen, all the, Astro, I I seen all the clips going, popping, yeah. But yeah, um, so we get to Astro. Yeah, he's a good guy. He talks Pretty to rainy. everyone. He's yeah. super nice, super friendly, nice. outgoing. Yep, very. He outgoing. wants to be everyone's friend. So, yeah. I think all I, I don't know, man. 
There are some people. There's some people who don't want shit to do with it's anyone. It's not that. I'm talking hockey players. Like, I hear a lot of people talk about, like, hockey players being the most generous, nicest guys. Like, athletes. You know, if you, like, if you did a survey of, like, who are the nicest athletes, you know? I've heard peop- a lot of people talk about I think about it really hockey. depends, right? Because you're going to have guys who are, yeah. um, you know, it depends, right? Like, the situation. So, if, if you have somebody who's, like... Uh, hot prospect, you know, someone who's new, someone who's popping in the league, right? Like whoever is the new young version of Sidney Crosby, Mm -hmm. right? Like that new kid. In like personal life, Mm -hmm. he's probably cocky, bit of an asshole, Mm -hmm. you know, out and about, driving his fancy car, hitting on chicks, you know, like douching it up, right? Right. But then if, if the owner puts him in a situation where he's visiting kids that are sick, he's a different person. So I think it, it really depends on who, you know, what it is. Because I remember when I was a kid, my mom, uh, now that I'm old, I realized that my mom was kind of a puck bunny <laughs> now that I'm old. <laughs> ah, that's funny. And uh, she used to take us to the Red Wing practices because they practice at, at the Oak Park Ice Arena. I, don't, I wouldn't consider her a puck bunny, though. I think my mom, she had a thing for Joe Koser. So my mom used to take us to their practices at Oak Park Ice Arena because they would be practicing and they would come out and they would visit everyone after the game. Now, not all of them would do it, right? right? So, like, there was some people who were the fancy guys on a team and they just snuck out the back because they didn't want anything to do it. But then there was people that I met, like... Who are those people? Harold Sneps, right? Like, these are random as Peter Klima. Oh, I remember Peter Clement. Like, Dude, he played for um, he played for Vancouver. Tim Shevelday. Tim Shevelday is fucking. Tim Shevelday. Tim Shevelday. Uh, yeah, he's the goalie. Yeah, he signed a he signed a goalie stick. Gave it to my mom. No, I keep telling your brother to find that thing. I need it for the basement. Um, you know, like just Joe Koser, my mom. You, you know, said like you used to clean. Oh, with my aunt Tiger. You guys used to clean uh, Brendan Shanahan's house. Brendan Shanahan's house. Yeah. Shanny. Now he's yeah. He the, lived uh, in uh, Bloomfield Hills. He's the director of safety for yeah. NHL right now. Yeah, but we, um, like my mom, she would take us to their practices because they would come out and, you know, they would be practicing and they would hit pucks into where, you know, because it was a little ice arena had, um, it had like wood. Uh, bleachers? Like bleachers, but they were built in. Mm-hmm. So, so it, was, so it yeah, went from like the ice about. all the way up because mm-hmm. it was literally an ice arena. So yeah. it was year-round ice arena. It's not like it was basketball sometimes, ice other times. The stands like, were wooden. The stands were wooden in there, like, permanent. Uh, like uh, Northern Kentucky? Yeah, so you would sit in, well, but that's like more like a bleachers. Like it went all the way up into the wall. So yeah. it was like more like a high school gym where it was like. Oh, it slid up into the wall? And it it didn't out. slide oh. out. No, it was just built out from the wall. Oh, so like Northern you. Kentucky just has the wood bleachers that yeah. are tall, but they're just bleachers. Like yeah. they could probably roll those somewhere mm-hmm. if they want it. Yeah. But these were like just built and yeah. like down. So it was like they were there all the time, yeah. you know, and it's like we'd be sitting there and they'd be playing and a puck would go out into the crowd and then you'd get to keep the puck and, yeah. you know, and it wasn't anything fancy. It wouldn't, nor, it would just be a plain old black puck, but mm-hmm. you'd be like, oh, Red Wings hit this puck out to me. Or they would come and they would flip a puck to you and, yeah. You know, it was, you know, it was exciting, especially like for me yeah. as a poor kid. I mean, I, I never how, went to a Red Wing game until when I was an adult. I you tell know? that story with the Cyclones. That's how much the Cyclones meant to me, you know, because we didn't have professional hockey team here, but I played street hockey. So the only team we got to go see was the Cyclones. So that's why I support them now. And 
not I, but us. That's why we go, you know? Yeah. If we had an NHL team, we would. Yeah. That was like the, you know, the memory from growing up, you know, like my mom, you know, she'd take us and, you know, I met a lot of good dudes, but then I also didn't meet people who you really wanted to meet because they were the people that you're looking at, you know, they're the Sidney Crosby's, you know, of the team and they didn't want anything to do with the fans. They just. Steve Eisenman, one of them. He was. Yeah. So I can't it was like, that. you know, he's Steve Eiserman. He's the captain of the team, youngest captain we ever had. You know, yeah. I'm like 10 years old. It's like 1990. Oh, so you, you know? remember this. You're going to a memory here. Yeah, he literally went, he, like, he snuck out the back door and, he, like, you see like him driving off in his Porsche. Uh, like, he had a Porsche. He drove off in his Porsche. You know, because uh, he's young. Yeah. You know, he's young. He's like 20, what was he, like 25, 28, something, I was just whatever. looking on, on those, uh, those Facebook uh, card groups that I'm on. Somebody had a Steve Eisenman rookie card up. I was like, oh, nice. Yeah, it's just, you know, but, you know, yeah. you meeting the other guys, you know, they're, you know, they were, but they were the guys who've been on the team, you right. know, like they're, yeah, you know, and it, so it's, well, I think there's the, a difference, right? There's a stardom, but there's but, the superstars right, but, but and then there's a, the humble people. But that's there's the thing the that I'm saying is, is it, it depends, you there's know, it the depends guys on the that situation. Show up for the Bengals that are like the rookies and they show up at a school gym. Like the Del High, the, the guy who just came, the linebacker who just came yeah. to Del High Junior High. Right. Or there was one of the, uh, one of the Bengals, they were, um, over at, uh, down in, uh, Pendleton giving yeah. away turkeys. And stuff like they yeah. had a whole box of stuff, and oh, it was nice. like, of course, right behind you, that first figure right next to Hosa, mm-hmm. Brendan Shanahan. Yeah, but yeah. he um, he was giving out turkeys with like potatoes and stuff inside. Like it was a whole box for like right. Thanksgiving, and he was yeah. a Bengals guy, you know. And it didn't have anything to do with the Bengals. He just did it on his own, right? You know, and I and that's Gordy the point. How? Oh, do you? Know but that's, that's why? the point that I was making. Yeah. You know, is that like I think it depends on the situation. You know, like how are they out and about? You know, right. like. It's like there's people who are in real life are, are assholes, but if you put them in a situation where they have to be good, you know, ambassadors for their team, mm-hmm. you know, they put on their best face and they go to the, you know, children's hospital and sign autographs or they go to season ticket holder houses to make sure they keep buying season tickets. Yeah, that's You know, Sydney but if it Crosby, came to like man. meeting them on the streets, they'd be about? like, fuck you. Yeah. Well, that's how it was when I met Belfort. I met him and my dad kind of, you know, stalked it. Owen Nolan came out, shook everybody's hand, right. nicest guy ever, walked to the stadium. He's like, I'm not, I don't get on the bus. And then, like, a couple fans walked where he was walking. He signed their cards for him. You know, I could have probably went. I didn't have a card. I was just there for Belfour. Um, yeah, Ty Domi, same thing. He came out. He shook everybody's hand. I think the he thing, walked. though, that's different with Ed Belfour, Belfour for you is that I think that you should also – like, I understand that they're people, right? No, they're, I understand that. Go for it. Like, like, I've read. He has, you know, he yeah. probably had a serious, like, yeah. seriously problem. bad drinking problem, problem at the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I, I take all that into consideration. You know, so I don't like, have a bad feeling. Like, But they I do honestly, always tell you I not to go, meet your. I want to go meet him again. I want to go talk to him. Like, I look at the picture. It's literally my, my profile picture for my eBay account is me and Ed Belfort. You know, I'm, it's a FUBU jersey. <laughs> I'm literally, I'm wearing a red FUBU jersey meeting Ed Belfort. There's no Belfort jersey, nothing. I have a helmet, and that's the reason why he wasn't signing shit because he only signed stuff for Make-A-Wish Foundation yeah. so that people weren't making the money 
off of his name. Right. You know, and it was to a good cause. So then he wouldn't, and he kept going back and forth. And then, like, all these, these this, like, Toronto couple came down from Toronto. That was when he was playing with the Leafs. He's playing against Columbus, whatever. I went to Columbus to see him hound them. And uh, those people. I bought the tickets. No, I'm telling people who are listening. Oh. Forget there's an audience here that might not have heard the story. So I'm referencing that. But, uh, yeah, so we get there, and um, those people kind of hounded him, and finally he signed it, and it was like chicken scratch. And it like it, it upset me to the point, like, I, w- I was like, ah, fuck that. I'll just sell this shit on, on eBay. But I'm glad I didn't. I still have it. I wore it. Dade wore it. Like, yeah. when he first started, it was one of the helmets he wore. It's kind of, I don't know, it's, it's cool to see. Yeah. You know, like, it warms yeah. my heart to see, like, those pictures and know, like, he took on something that, that I'm so passionate about, you know, like mm-hmm. I was, I started playing goalie at 13 cause you know, I was a big kid and I was a new kid and they were like, Hey, Waggle, you beat goalie right now. We just need a goalie. All right. <laughs> you know? And then I, it was ball hockey and I'm getting pelted with balls and I have like all these little welts and I go home and I'm like, Holy shit. So I started like making cardboard gear. So I, next time we went and played, I had a, I had a t-shirt on and underneath I had like this little piece of cardboard that I crumbled up that covered my whole chest and I tied a piece of string around it to go around my neck <laughs> so that it would take the sting out of the ball. And then I put like uh football pads in my, in my uh, pants. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I had to finally got some gear. They had some gear that I wore the first couple of times. And then I remember my mom taking me to buy those and um, she bought me like these roller derby inline skates, you know, and I'm a big boy. I've always been big. So, but you know, she would do her research. That's one thing about my mom. She would always like look and find them. So you think about like how much research she had to do back in the day to get me a pair of size 15 skates. Cause right. that, that wasn't normal, you know, and you don't have the phone. So she had to call places and shit, mm-hmm. but, um, she got me those roller derbies. And I remember like I started playing goalie and like the, the front wheel just like broke off. So I had like three wheels and then, then she got me some roller blades for Christmas and that was it. But. Yeah. Cool time. Yeah. So like meeting him was cool. I'd like to meet him again now, you know, because like his daughter and his son run his business. Like he's got the Belfort spirits. So he started selling like a, um, I think it's a scotch. He's also a different stage in his life, right? It's yeah, like, like 20 older, years later. But he's you know? still, you know, he just got into some trouble like two years ago. Yeah. You know, because of his drinking. For drinking. And I, I just, uh, you know, that kind of goes back to my grandpa. So I, I see him. You know, I seen what that did to him at the end of his life. And, you know, I wonder um, how much of that drinking had to do with uh, him getting pancreatic cancer, you know, because yeah. you read about that and <clears throat> you read about your pancreas has to do with like breaking down sugars. So I think that's why I'm always like leery of eating sugar, even though I like to eat the shit out of sugar. You know, you think about all that, but it is what it is. I think I do a pretty good job of not eating or taking care of myself, you know, like. I fast a lot. Like today, I haven't ate at all until, you know, you just made that chicken, chicken yeah. and rice for dinner, you know, but I didn't eat all day today, you know, so, but I don't know, man, it was cool to meet him, you know, like I talked a little shit, he chirped a little bit, it's fun to chirp some hockey guys, I just, you know, they're a different breed of people, you know, like, uh, you know, I listen to that spit and chicklets. They talk about the, you know, Biz will talk about being nervous and shit and all that. So, you know, you just wonder. I don't know. It's cool, though. <laughs> Fucking hoisting the cup. I'm looking at him right now like, goddamn, 
You know, I'm like, that's probably the jersey I'll buy. I always thought, like, if I ever got a Red Wings jersey for the for the jersey rack over here, mm-hmm. I was always like, man, that, that Cronwall, just because you and your sister, you would always say Cronwald, and then you sent me that picture of him literally leveling that Blackhawks dude. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like a meme. And uh, the only the only sweater I like is they have a Winter Classic one, and it's like a vintage the big D on there? No, no, it's the one that's like an off-white. It's an off-white and it's a red and um, it's an old school wing. Like the the wheeled wing is old school looking. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the only one I want. But then looking at his, like I was like, ah, man, I would take that with the Stanley Cup patch on it, you know? Yeah. Like that's kind of cool too. Just his face. Like look at his face. Look at how happy that fucking dude is. Like just holy fuck. Well, because it was just payback for him. Uh, slamming uh, Chris Draper's head into yeah. the boards and then Who? fucking him up. What are you talking about? Claude Which one are you looking at? I'm looking at this. Pit. Oh, I was saying look at his face in that one. The one up there. Oh, I was yeah. looking at that one. You're oh, looking okay. at the fighting one. I'm looking at the Stanley Cup, the one up top. Well, he looks happy in the one he's punching Claude Lemieux in the face. I'm looking at that one. I see it. You see it? See okay. It. All right. Yeah. So, Astro was cool, man. That was my second year. That was your fifth. fifth. That's fifth. right. It's five. I don't know why I was thinking seven, but yeah. Astro it's five. fun. Yeah. Astro five. It this year. Cool. Yeah, well, I love my job this year. Like originally I was going to end up sitting with someone, which I wouldn't have, uh, I wouldn't have been mad about because it was the, uh, Zach from, um, gremlins. Oh, that's who I was going to sit with. Yeah. Um, and he's super nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but instead I ended up like helping with the pictures. So I would just run and get people for their photo ops Yeah, and they would come take pictures. So I got to meet like every celebrity that had a photo op. Not everybody did, but really, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. But like, you know, you get to meet the people and you get to see who's like really nice. Who's like really humble, you know, like, uh, shitty as fuck, you know, like, uh, like, I'm not a huge wrestling fan, you know, like, I've watched wrestling, I watch it every now and then, you know, I'm not a huge wrestling fan like Heather and Ed are, but, um, like, that, uh, Dan Housen kid, man, that kid, like, that kid fucking works. <coughs> like, that kid is so nice. <coughs> he seemed like the one, he, he was, was he there last year? Uh. I think he was. I'm pretty sure he was there last year. But I remember seeing him. How old is he? Do you know how old he is? I, he's young. Oh, is he? he? He looked young as fuck. He's young and he's small. But he's very um, professional is the word I would use. He's he's super professional and he's super nice. Personal. You very know? personal. Yeah. yeah. Like he's like. He's somebody you want at your cons to help promote your cons. But like, he also like understands like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, his fans, you know, or what keeps him going, you know. So it's like, you know, he's super nice with his fans and, you know, I'm like, uh They'll do their photo ops and the, we'll think that we have everyone and then like they'll leave and then two minutes later someone will show up. Yeah. And it's like those professional photo ops are expensive, you know, yeah. and you hate to like have to go back and get them and bring them back, you know, but and he was always like, oh, no problem. Or we'd be like, hey, you know, like, you know, you got through your photo ops pretty quick. You know, do you mind waiting around for five minutes? He'd be like, oh, sure, absolutely. And, you know, he'd sit in his chair, or, you know, he'd sit in a chair and. You know, be looking at his phone, but he, you know, he talk and stuff to everyone, and he's yeah. really nice, and you know, like, but you know, you have other people who like 
I'm kind of like, I don't understand why you do this. Right. You know, like, I can't imagine, like, you're that hurting for money. Right. That you'll deal with this, and then you're just pissed off all weekend. Right. Like, what is the point of doing it? Yeah. You know, like. I mean, I know who you're talking about, but. Yeah. Well, it's it's not just one person in particular. Like I've met multiple people who've been shitty, but I'm just yeah. saying, like, like why do it if if, you're if be you that don't way? like yeah. it, then why do it? And it's right. not like it's a special occasion. Like, hey, we got the cast of Golden Girls back together, and it's a one time thing. And B. Arthur's like, I don't fucking want to be here, but I'm doing it because it's a one time thing for charity or whatever. You know, right. it's like I could understand that, but it's like when it's people who are regularly working conventions of all types you know and it's just like if you hated that much man like there's got to be an easier side hustle you know like using your name if if you can get people to come and pay you 25 dollars to sign an autograph there has to be something you can do with your name that's easier than signing autographs all day or all weekend for 25 bucks you know yeah that for me that's what i think like i remember when there was a shutdown i think joe coaster was selling tools yeah. Because it was like he was using Joe Coaster name to sell snap on tools. Yeah. And he was making money during the shutdown. Got to do what you got to do, man. Yeah. And it's like he could have been doing. I think these things have changed for things. a lot of people. You know, it has with me. So, you know what I mean? I think that's the thing. Like things have changed a lot with people. Like we're in this transitional phase, I think, in the world. You know what I mean? That is not comfortable for a lot of people. We're seeing, you know. But I think the thing is, though, is that I think the majority of people, I would say 99% of people Mm -hmm. that come to your table to pay for your autograph or pay for a picture with you is because you genuinely had some sort of positive impact impact on their life. You know, like no one is going like, I hated your movie. I'm going to pay you fifty dollars to sign this Funko Pop and take a picture with me and I absolutely fucking hate you. I'm just paying fifty bucks to tell you you're an asshole. Right. Like I've never seen that happen. Right. I've seen where people have come up and you know have have mentioned something. Yeah. You know, but they weren't Sorry, I'm just looking at shelves. I was wondering what's happening. No, I'm brainstorming because I'm like trying to or, think of these you know, shelves. That they were, I need to get this shit up. You know, because the they're asking about something that someone might not be a font like fond of mm. in their past, you right. know. Um, but they're not the people paying money, right? you know, to have a picture taken with them. They're just yeah. a douche walking past the table saying some yeah. shit, you know? Yeah. And that's like 1% of people. Mm-hmm. I know? feel bad. Cause I'm like, like I was there the whole weekend and I didn't really like, you know, cause you got to pay for everything with everybody. So I didn't want to like spend a lot of money on that. So I'm just kind of like walking around and like. You know, you see the well, same people all, all weekend. You can just talk to them at their tables. You know, you can stand in line and meet them and shake their hand. Like, you only are paying for something if you want to, if you want them to sign something or take a picture with you. But you can walk up to them and say, hey, Mickey James, you're the reason that I watch yeah. women's wrestling. Like, I heard so many men say that. Like, mm-hmm. I never liked women's wrestling until I saw your match with Trish. Mm. And it changed my perspective of women's wrestling. And since then, I've watched a lot more women's wrestling. I actually really enjoy it. Yeah. You know, like, and they didn't get pictures taken with her or anything, but they just told her how they impacted it, how she had a, you know, positive impact on them. Like her skill, you know, did something. So it's like, you can do that for free. You know, it's like. Yeah, but I just feel bad. Like, I'm. 
I don't know. Well, you should feel bad if they have a long ass line of people waiting to get an autograph. And yeah, so that's like there's line, the balance. What's what's you know what I'm saying? But like, most of so the time, I'm just like, like unless I'm walking around just floating, taking pictures, just taking the whole vibes in. I enjoyed that. Like, I did a couple of the things. You know, I think next year I'm gonna pay for a couple of the people I'm gonna that I like. Yeah. Like I'll pay to get a picture. Like I don't, you know, and if I have something to sign. I will, you know, like Darren McCarty, I'll probably go meet him again next year, you know, just to see him every year is cool. If yeah. he's there every year, if they got a new comic book, I'll probably buy that. If it, you know, it's support, you support the people you like or your friends or whatever, Right. you know, the whole circle. That's kind of like what we were talking about. Big picture. You right. Know, or like, you like pay to get a pro photo op or. Well, that's what my pro photo op was. So HOK. Things. So talk about the HOK story. Yo, yo, yo. So, yeah. Um, so we get there, a lot of skateboarding. Oh, one day I'm like, you know, like we get there and our hotel is, um, it was kind of cool the way it was set up where the place was, what was the place called? Something Burden Manor. Manor. Burden? Burden. B-U-R-T-O-N. Yeah, like Burton. 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 Burton Manor. So I remember Burton Air, which is a snowboard brand. Anyway. Uh, I Bur know Tim Burton. Tim Burton. Yep. There's another one. I met before Christmas. I was actually just looking. Oh, right there. Your pops, the corpse bride. That's a Tim Burton. Yes, sir. Emily. I was, it's weird because I was looking at that pop and there's something coming out of her eye. I guess it's like a little worm or some shit. Yeah. I've never seen that movie. Decaying body. So many movies I've never seen. Um, so, like, um, Burton Manors, like, so if you're, yeah, I don't know. I guess it's what, a couple, like maybe three blocks, two blocks? From the hotel, hotel we were at. Yeah, yeah, and then there's like an alley, like almost like a, um, um, like an industrial alley thing. Behind. Yeah, it was really like a, a warehouse yeah, that like they loaded warehouse. stuff out. So it was yeah. where semis would back into their right. to the doors, Lo loading docks and. But shit it was like, like a straightaway, yeah. essentially, if nothing was there yeah. from so from I would our skateboard. hotel to the Bird and Manor. Yeah. So I would skateboard from our hotel to the Manor. You would like get up and drive and go mm -hmm. there, and then I would skateboard over, put the skateboard. Well, in my the plan trunk. was to walk originally, but uh -huh. then there's no sidewalks. And it's yeah. on school craft. Yeah, it was weird. Well, you would have to walk where I was at. Yeah. Because there was people walking back there, but that's kind of sketchy back there. I don't know. Yeah. You could see some shit going down back there. Right. Because there was some people back there where I was, like, skateboarding through, and I was like, oh, uh, all right. But um, the one day I was coming over there, I think it was Saturday, Saturday morning. Um, the first day when I was skateboarding back there, I was no I noticed, like, these little, like, black marks, right? Mm -hmm. Where you would think, like, oh, there's probably burnouts. I didn't put two and two together. But then the second day when I was skateboarding, all these guys were back there, and they, were, they had, like, a little drag strip set up, and they were doing RC drag racing. So it was probably... It was pretty cool. I made a little video. <laughs> when I made the video, the other dude, he was racing, crashed his car. And, like, you've seen pieces, like, fly off of it. And I felt bad. And you're like, oh, no. <laughs> but the other dude won, and it was this old guy. And then he was, like, talking shit in the video. He looked at me and said some shit, like, that's how it goes down sometimes. <laughs> that's how it be yeah. sometimes. But, um, yeah, it was cool. There was a lot of people. I seen Gucci Berry there one day. I'm trying to think of all the things that I've seen. Um, you know, those concerts. I don't know how much you want to get into, but those concerts were pretty dope. Um, there was two, right? Who? What was the first day? The first day was was the killer karaoke, but they had a concert with like, was uh, like the ROC Buckshot. Um, it, w it wasn't Red and them, right? No, it was, it was the ROC Scarecrow. Buckshot. Oh, and then it was um, Scarecrow. What's his name? And then Blaze. I love that dude. Boondocks. I love Boondocks. Yeah, Boondocks. Yeah. And then Blaze, right? 
Was, was it Blaze? Blaze on the first night? I don't remember. No, Blaze was on the second night. I thought Blaze, Boondocks. No, I think Blaze, Blaze was on the first night. Yeah, it was Blaze. Okay. Yeah. Second night was, I don't know. Fuck, I don't remember him. So, anyway, it was a good show. We left, and then the second night we came back. Another good show. Twisted performed. You know, was, was it crazy. super fun time, guys? I don't know, but you got kicked in the head. I did. That was cool. Not really. Um, what's his name? Patrick? Pat, Pat? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I met Pat. I seen him last year. This year I seen him, I guess. You two went to high school, right? And then The three of us went to high school. All three. Me, you, Pat, his, and Rich. What, what, uh, like, were they younger than you? Or they... Rich. Rich was a year older than me. And, so Rich and... is his older brother, too. Yeah. yeah. And then you and Pat were in the same grade? No. Okay. Pat was two years, two or three years younger than me. And Rich was a year older than me. So how'd you, so you were like a junior, I guess, and then he was a senior and then his brother was a freshman? He was my brother's friend. Oh, who? Pat? Pat. They Pat, played football. I, I had no idea. Yeah, they played football together. So he was friends with both your Steve. brothers, Steve and yeah. Tony? So I think he's kinda, friends with Tony too, but mostly Steve, I think. Did he ever come around or did you ever see him around the house or no? Like, I don't. Just at school. Yeah. So I met him last year. He always runs um, Pops and Vintage there. Yeah. Right, the booth, and then this year he was doing the same he thing. He does Paul's pops, and then pops him. That's it. Jamie yeah. and Paul's booth. Yeah, yeah. Um, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah. So, so like, um, they run security. Yeah. So I seen him off to the side of the stage, you know, and um, we're doing our thing, trying to scoot up, you know, to get close so I can take some pictures, you know, because I brought my camera. I look, I got in there with my camera, which was cool. Super nice of them. Thanks. I got pretty good pictures. I haven't went through them. I got probably 10. I think I'm going to post up like 10, like to the Facebook page or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, I like to do like where I don't have to edit them. That's kind of how I'm feeling with like my pictures where, you know, I don't really have to do a lot of editing. Maybe like filters, I guess. You know what I mean? We're in a day of filters, so you don't really have to spend much time editing. Mm-hmm. But um, we got up to the front um, and... Uh, I don't know. You could tell like something was happening because he kind of like looked at me and gave me. Well, like, we this... weren't like in the front. There was like we were like in the middle. There was like I feel like there was there two was rows like before two us. or three people yeah. in front of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we were like kind of yeah. We weren't up in the front front, but we were pretty close, close enough that you know we could touch the stage. I feel like if we need to. But then like he looked at me, and then all of a sudden this dude just fucking lands basically right on you. Yeah, right on me. Yeah, and grabs your fingernails or something. On his way down, yeah. Yeah, he like, like he was gra- falling. Yeah, he was falling, and he literally mm-hmm. grabbed onto my fingertips, and yeah. he fucking kicked me in the head. Yeah, and then he kicked you. Yeah, and that's all you need, a little more head trauma. Yeah. So then, like, after that, I was like, I was pissed, right? I was like, Well, first he falls on me, and it, like, my back has been cranked ever since then. So he, like, falls right on top of me, and then as he's falling down, because... Rich runs up to the front of the stage to, like, grab him and is trying to, like, pull him over. But the guy's, like, falling down, and he, like, literally grabs onto, like, the ends of my fingers to, like, not fall to the floor. And he right. yanks me forward, and as I'm getting yanked forward, he fucking kicks me in the head at the same time. So yeah. it was cool. Yeah, so then I seen, um, is it Rich? Rick? Rich? Rich. Yeah. Or no, uh, Pat. Pat. So then Pat, you know, kind of gave me this, gave me this, like, little disappointed Looking head shake disappointment. like uh ah oh man you know because i remember last time he told me last year like we're glad to see you around because you know now we don't have to worry about jade as much you 
you're here, so you can whatever. <laughs> then that happened, and you got kicked in the head. And I was like, fuck. So then you know it's going on, whatever. Good show. Um, and then I see him look at me again, and it was like a look of hey man. And so I looked at him, and then his brother came out, and I looked behind, and there was that dude coming again. So that's where I was like, oh, it's my chance. Like, this is where I get to make up for it now. You fucked up, right? That's what I was thinking in my head. Like, you fucked up, dude. This is it. Like, you're going to be done. So I, like, picked him up, and I kind of felt like a wrestler, you know, because everybody says, oh, you're a wrestler. Like, do you wrestle whatever? So I was like, suplex, right? Like, you pick him up, and then you, like, put both your hands underneath their armpits, you're like carrying them, and you're just gonna like, ooh. So I like <laughs> chucked them, and I think he like hit nothing what's but the, the ground. What's the kids say? What? What's the kids say? I don't know. When they when they throw something, yeet, yeet, yeah, yeet. That's, that's <laughs> it. yeah. There we go. So I'm I like, like, what's the kids say? I'm so such I like, old lady. yeah. So he's coming up. So I turn around. I grab him under the armpits. You know, and I'm like, yeah, here we go. So I, like, kind of walk him a little bit. I'm like, I got this. You know, like, you're a light dude. I'm pretty strong. So I'm just, like, walking him back, making sure nobody else and making sure he's clear. And I just go, eek. And then I see him just go, do Like, on the cement, you hear, like, a. And you kind of, I don't know what I seen, but I turned around, and that was it. And I was like, all right, back <laughs> really? to the show. I don't know what I seen. Yeah. Uh, blood coming out of his ears. No, I'm just <laughs> But no not. one witnessed that. No, yeah. I'm joking. So I'm joking not. that didn't happen. But you're so. like, I don't know what I've seen. Allegedly. Blood out of his ears. But um I'll... Hey dude, don't do that again. And then like Well also to the guy's light to you, the guy was not light. He definitely weighed more than me. Less than you though. But I'm Viking. But, yeah, but I'm saying though, like when you say he's light but and I'm you're Viking. walking him back and I'm like, Well, this because is where I need to hit the shield sound. I don't yeah, know. What did Vikings say? What was that? He's probably, you know, two hundred twenty-five. What did they say every time they stormed the beach in Vikings that show? Did they ever they just yelled, right? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Sound so, yeah. And that was it. And then like I remember one part somebody was trying to get in front of us. Like him and his girlfriend. And I turned around, I was like, uh, no. Yeah. It's not gonna happen. I'm too old for this, buddy. Turn around, go back. And try another day. Today, today, fam. But uh, it was a good show. So uh, my photo op was Sunday <clears throat> at 3 o'clock, you know, or like 3.30. And that's kind of like makes for a long day because, you know, whatever. But Well, because the con there. ends at 5. Yeah, con ends at 5. I think my photo op was 3.30, mm -hmm. you know. And ended up getting flipped with the one that was at 4 because they weren't ready. Mm -hmm. So it ended up being later. Ended yeah. up really being like 4.10. Yeah, so... Which wasn't bad, but, you know, it was cool. Um, I had this whole, like, idea I was going to make into, like, a reel, you know, that I was trying to think of, like, because, you know, um, so, like, um, when I was 15, they did a show. Um, they opened up for Insane Clown Posse at um, a place called Caddy's Garage downtown. So, um where that overpass is, where you go onto like Third Street, yeah, and um, you have like all the stadiums to your right, mm -hmm. and it's kind of like the stoplights. That street used to not be there, and all those bridges used to not be there, and those used to be buildings right there, and so the street used to be down below that. Where I think there is a street there now, there so they they there, actually yeah. built double streets, right? But it used to just be one, and there used to be buildings there, and it was called Caddy's Garage. <clears throat> 
and me and Don, we were like 15, so we went to that show. I actually have pictures in one of my books where we're like out in the front of Atelier's house across the street drinking like Fago, and I'm in full paint, and like I'm picking him up, and he's in his shaggy two-dope vest or whatever. So we get down there. You know, we hit the merch booth or whatever, and I remember they had the, the T-shirts where they had the masks on. Yeah. And uh, I've never seen them before. Right. So I have no idea. I don't know. It just says there's a T-shirt that's like lit up. Right. Because you're inside a place and it's like glow in the dark, like black light or whatever. So and they use that ink. But it's like three like jack-o'-lantern masks that are orange and they're bright lit up. And it says House of Crazies. And the way crazies is spelled K-R-A-Z-E-E-S. I'm like, what the fuck? This is what is this? So I like bought that shirt. It was a maroon one. That's all they had in double X. They were selling out of shit. I bought a ringmaster poster that we sold, ended up selling for like $80 on eBay when we were poor flipping shit. Um, And then they came out and they fucking ripped that show up. Um, And I found out later that Don tried to steal Jamie Madrox's mask at that show and got kicked out right, right before ICP or anybody came on. And I don't remember a lot about that show, but I remember I remember ICP opening up with um, House of Horrors, and uh, they were coming out like I don't know, it was a crazy show. But um, so anyway, that's who my photo op was because last year, um, and they had uh, Jamie with a knife and uh, Paul with an axe, and then Brian with a broken light. Yeah, last year though. I, I got them to sign my hat. I don't remember how, but right at then we, we were leaving. Rich we were took leaving. it. Rich took it and said, "Sign this for Jade's husband." Yeah, and and it was ROC, um, Jamie and Paul. Yeah, they all all three signed. It was a Reds hat, so I wore that this year in the picture. But uh, I had this real planned out. I was going to be like a ninja because uh, part of your like VIP package, you got this little um, one of those little drawstring backs um, backpacks. You got like a um, a poster. Um, and you got a bandana, mm-hmm. and you got a jersey. You got a hockey jersey, which that hockey jersey is cool. I'm gonna wear that, you know, when I play with the Covington Street hockey dudes. I think that'll be cool to rip. Mm-hmm. But um, um, uh, the bandana. I was like, oh, I see what I'm gonna do here. Like, I got my Reds hat on. I'm wearing my um, Cincinnati Mighty Ducks jersey. You know, repping the Cincinnati. Um, and I was like, I'll just kind of like, I'll give you the phone. I was going to have you shoot the video, like just start to record, give it to you. And then kind of like walk in and do like a hold on flip thing and like throw my hat and pull my bandana out and like put that Astro where it says Astronomicon on my forehead and put it on like Bruce Lee and then tighten it and get in like a pose for my picture, right? Because it's your professional photo op. But then I chickened out, you know, and I was like, no, like right before I got on, I was I was like, no, I was scared. And I, I, well, I, I, I think your picture came out great. Oh, it went great. Even though you so, didn't do all that. So I was so. nervous. So I just got in and I like pointed to my tattoo because, you know, I was 15 at the time. And like at that moment uh, when I was getting that photo op, like all those emotions were going through my head. Like just being that age, mm-hmm. going through high school, you know, just being shit on, I guess. Like deep, deep Dave here, you know, like. That was a rough time. You read some of the shit that people put in my yearbooks at that time. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like that was that was middle school. Um, and so, like, all that shit popped up. And here's these dudes right here. I'm about to take a photo with them. All that shit popped up. I got the tattoo on my leg that I did at 15 in Don's aunt's house. 
they had an apartment in four yeah. towers over there where we used to live and i did it with india ink and a needle on my leg <laughs> you know all three masks and i'm like oh shit like i'm meeting them so like i roll in there i pose i get a picture and then just like whew, like a rush of emotion like i'm just fucking bawling so i gotta run out of there i don't want nobody to see me i see like one of the dudes i i met like illy he's over here and he kind of says i'm like whew, scoot over this way and i go and i sit down and then who walks up defected sam and i'm yeah. like motherfucker so it's like yo and i'm like balling and d's like yo dude you okay and i'm like bro you don't understand the emotions right now like dude like i just yeah. met like my idols right. kind of right like you don't want to be like um you know i don't know it's weird because like i never look at people like that like um being annoying you know what i mean because mm-hmm. i always think like god damn I don't know what that life's like. You got to yeah. deal with people all the time. So, like, I don't want to be that guy. So, like, I've been on Icy or um, Twisted's tour bus and shit back in the day when we were fans. We got invited on our tour bus because, like, we're cool fans. Like, you know, we, we didn't, like, you're, like I'm, I'm never starstruck, I guess. You know what I mean? Because everybody's on this grind, right? We all talk about it, and, and I guess that's what that was, you know? And so when you meet them, you're just kind of like, oh, shit, you know? And that's what Defect was asking. I'm like, dude, like, these guys meant a lot. You know what I yeah. mean? And, like, I met them, and it's like you just have all those emotions, and you start thinking about their music. Yeah. You got this tattoo. You know, you have, like, it's like almost all these pictures just going through your head of, like, here I am on the bed, like, da 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 you know, and just all this stuff. And then you, you like the concert, this, this, this. and then it's Well, it's nostalgic, right? So it's, yeah, it's nostalgic. Very nostalgic. It, it takes you back to a time, you It know. just sucks that their music's not so available like everything else is. I think that's the thing that disappoints me. Yeah, but that's the, the most. That's, I know, that's, that's contract, that's money, that's all that well, shit. No, I'm know? just saying that's underground, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure people are probably the same way, you know, people are probably like, oh, you remember that Slaughterhouse group? Like, I wonder where you could get their CD from. Cause you I got six of them. I, I know, but I'm saying, like, when people are talking about it, they'll be like, oh, you remember that group Slaughterhouse? And, like, they can't even look you up because, you know, Slaughterhouse yeah. with Joe Budden and, like, that whole thing. And that's all spelled similar to yours. And then there was, like, a Slaughterhouse. Porn dude. Porn guy. That guy stole our name right after we, like, basically stopped doing it, which was the weirdest shit ever. I showed Brandon that. Like, I remember texting him, like, look at this shit, man. Like, the dude just took our spelling. Like, I remember me and Brandon literally sitting, coming out with how we were going to spell it. You know, like, sitting together, like, this is how we should spell it. Brandon had the Z, all that. So it's just, yeah, like, our stuff's not out there. Right. But I know what you're saying. But, like, HOK, they were with, I don't know, is, is George? No. Who, no. who was the... Who? Walt. Walt, that's it. But Walt was just an old guy with, you know, like... But he owns the name, right? He owns the rights to all that music. Yeah. I, so, no, he owns he owns the name. But it, I'm saying, though, Walt is just Walt, right? Like, Walt is just an old man, and he had Latinum Records, which, which was just mental spelled backwards. You know, like, he is just a man. You know, it's like my dad with Widowmaker. Yeah. You know, like, he's just a guy. And right. if... If Defects music pop, you know, like if people like Defects music, like they liked House of Crazies, they'd feel the same way, you know, even but though Defects like still it's around. Not even out there on Spotify, like you can't get it. You have to buy the CDs, or you have to have a record or something like that. You know what I mean? They to yeah, get they the put, music. They put out a whole like it's not on Spotify. Like for a while, um, uh, Riders, 
The Riders album wasn't on there. Now yeah, it's but on there. before like Psychopathics like, from Outer Space wasn't like on there. Like Half Breeds on there. Oh, is it? I didn't. Yeah, know so Half it's Breed. like maybe you should go back and look to see if HOK's on there now. Oh, they're not. You know, because it's just stuff. I looked that day. Oh, okay. Well, I'm just saying, like yeah. st- stuff just is constantly no, popping you. on there, so it's like, you know. Yeah. I'm just saying know. he's it just a good... guy, so it might just be that yeah. they haven't did it. You know. I don't know what it is. I just, you know, I'm craving some of that music, homebreed. Season of the pumpkin for sure. That Ho- whole season. homebound. Homebound. That's an it. outbreed. Yeah, homebound. No, what was it? homebound was the first one. Season of the pumpkin to me was like that was that was the one. And then, yeah, I don't know. I'd like to hear all those. We had all those CDs, and then we sold the CDs, and now CDs are coming back. So it's like, what the hell? I don't have any of the cassettes in that box. We might well, honestly, we might have the CDs out in the garage. I haven't like actually dug through. The CD cases we have out I there. I think they're. I There's think they're three. in my book. That I have your book out in the garage, but that might be my book, and I don't know. But it's funny. Yeah, we will get the CDs out. I don't know. I wish I would have bought that record player from that guy because that you know they had all the records there at the Astronomicon. Yeah, because they had a whole like, set. Yeah. yeah, I was like, dang, it would be cool to have that. You know, maybe one day we'll get one down here. One day. One day. Yeah, a lot of work. I'm actually looking at it and kind of vibing now, like, man, should I go cut stuff tomorrow? No, tomorrow's Mother's Day, but, you know, like, I want to get some of these shelves up. And then that one over the painting there, that's why I was looking at these, uh, the slap shot dudes, because mm-hmm. if I just put one shelf up there, then I could fit those dudes and put, like, that Biggie Smalls up there, the big Biggie Smalls pop. Yeah. You know? We're getting there. We're redoing our meta space down here, but now uh, the pressure is kind of moving towards the outside because we're talking about the deck now you know as it gets better outside you know the inside's kind of i was of looking at away. today i was at lowe's and i was looking at the what's that i was looking at the stuff for the deck like the footers like they had footers they had concrete footers and they and they also had like these uh hard plastic ones too yeah there's different ways there's so many different like yeah we just have to go to look i mean i think i don't know I really don't know. Like, what's the easiest way, you know, as far as support, you know, what you're saying? Like, there's so many different ways to do it, you know, and it's like, what's the most convenient? But also, like, it'd be nice to utilize that space under there. Like, I've seen people build, like, you know, it'd be cool to build, like, a shed under there because there's really nothing under there. But if you built a shed, you could store the lawnmower. Yeah, but I I feel like. Fire pit and all that shit. I agree with that. Mm -hmm. I would like to utilize that space as well. But I feel like, um, We'd need to have a fence because I feel like even if you build a shed underneath that. No, we're at the point where we need a fence too. Like I feel like if we're going to do the deck, then that might be the whole same thing, honestly, because if we're going to have to rent the digger to to put those posts into the ground anyway, then why not just do that around the yard to get the post for the fence? You know what I mean? And put that up. Because I've seen people do private fen- privacy fences. Like I actually watched... Um, one day this, when I used to deliver in Westwood, they mm-hmm. were on Cyclorama. Actually, what's his name's house? Um, God damn. He was with Ben and Zach Moody. It was them three. Ben Ensminger, Zach Moody. No, it was four. And then this guy went on to do the pizza. Cliff? No. No, Cliff is another one. How do you, damn, you remember Cliff? Cliff's a, he's a fucking rock climber now. Oh. He's like a professional rock climber. Redhead? 
Yeah, Cliff, yeah, him? yeah. He went to I UC. only knew the four of them. No, there was like five. Cliff was like their friend, but there's it was John. Ben, John, Ben, Zach, Zach, and then Cliff. I don't know another Cliff, guy. And then um God damn, what's his name? He he did the 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 brick oven kitchen and he worked for West Side Brewing is the last company he just worked for. Russ West Side Brewing Company. Nick. Nick. Nick Nick Nick. Anyway. Anyway, his house, he was having a fence put in. So I was watching them. They were putting the posts in, and then they put the crossbars, and then they put those up, and then they come around and cut them all even, you know? It's mainly the bottom is what's got to be even because in the top, you just cut it, you know? And then it was all even all the way around the yard, and the bottom was, you know, they put it down, and they're the ones. Um, he's got all the dogs. Remember I told you she's like mm-hmm. uh, she's into rescue, so they had like 30 of them in their yard. And one day they all got out, dude, and they surrounded me. And, and literally, you're like, I'm about to die. I, that's literally what went through my mind. It was the craziest feeling ever. Because I'm like, this is a pack of, like, wolves, a pack of hyenas. Like, if right. they really wanted to get the Frankie trigger and that wire cross, like, she's not stopping them. Right. There's no way she's stopping them. I got spray. It'll stop know? a couple of them. Yeah, until they get to my neck. You know, well, I'm just saying like that spray doesn't work on all dogs. No, like you've said, right. you've sprayed yeah. dogs multiple that times. Bull, yeah. You end up kicking. Yeah. It. Breaking my toe. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, that's kind of where I was thinking like deck and then the, the fence. But that's where we're at. You know, we're kind of like, all right, it's nice out. Let's get outside. Let's do shit. It's like to me, that's working out to me. That's the gym, you know, because. It's more than what we're doing now. Yeah. And if we're outside just building a deck together, even if you're not as hands-on as, like, me and some of the boys are going to be, you know, whatever, like, you're out there. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like right now we're at the point where we should start dismantling this one. You know, like I was thinking about the other day, like, I got two drills, you know, me and Gage. Like, hey, Gage, let's get out here for an hour and just see how many of these we can knock out. And yeah. then, all right, we're done. You know, and then the next Just try to save as many out. nails, like save as much stuff as possible. I don't want to save the screws. Like the screws are fine. You know, we can probably recycle those because I have a bunch from the other thing. But like the wood, you know, because I feel like the wood, you can really use that. We could just, you know, see what we got, you know, whatever's like, because that wood's so old. So we put it on a not weight bearing area, maybe, you know what I'm saying? But Well, you could, if it's. And then sand it down at the end, like reuse it, sand it, and then stain it all with all the other wood. You know yeah. what I mean? Because it's all going to be raw, basically. You know, if we're going to build it ourselves, it's going to be raw wood, and we're going to have to stain it, and then I'll probably lacquer it or whatever's, you mm-hmm. know, weatherproof it, and then it'll be a yearly thing. You know, it's stuff that you don't know when you buy a house. You learn right. it as you go, and now we're learning. And so, you know, with the boys getting older, we got time to sweat equity. You know, let's get yeah. a deck up and a fence for these dogs. You know, yep. buy some property somewhere else. Get some uh, Detroit. Get about an acre in Detroit. We just need an acre somewhere. Like in Michigan, not Detroit. Like Michigan. Yeah, Michigan. I say Detroit because that's where my heart's at. Detroit, right? Like ICP, Detroit, all that. Whoop, whoop, 313. Like, that's before you and me even met, so... I was 313 in Detroit before you and I met. And then you and I met, and you just happened to be from Detroit. So my love for Detroit started with, Call me the dead body man. Call me the dead body man. That song, dude, rips. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Tired, bro. 
No, I was just listening. I don't, I don't know that that felt well, aggressive. Like I'm I, all I, aggressive, dude. I, I, I fucking I sharp never, knees. I like never you said, are aggressive. I, I, I got I, I bruises. What? What? Go ahead, Dave. Tell them about the bruises that you have on the oh inside of your arms. God. No, go ahead. Don't be tell so them. Extra right Dave's now. got little bitch ass pussy skin on the inside I, okay, of his arms. If you think this, I'll take fucking pictures of this now. Good. Take pictures of it. What? And we'll put it up to vote. Yeah, and then I'll go to my doctor and I'll get the X-ray pictures of my broken ribs from when you ninja rolled. Broken on me. ribs? Prove it. Who who ninja rolled on you? Who pinched your arms? Huh? Who pinched your arms, drama? You did. Okay, prove it. You didn't pinch them, you bit them. No, he didn't. <laughs> no, I didn't. You're Homer Simpson right now. No, I'm not. I didn't pinch your arm. I didn't bite your arms. Back into the ivy. I didn't back bite your arms. Back into the ivy. Back into the ivy. I'm back into the ivy. <laughs> so what else is going on? Nothing. We're just talking about Astronomicon. So what do you got to talk about? Is there anything else you want? I had some topics here. Let's see what we got on the phone. Well, you're writing stuff all down. I thought you had a bunch of stuff. No, I ain't writing stuff down, bro. What do you got written down, huh? Nope. That's it. Concert Crazy Squared Circle Astronomicon. Oh, episode 23, MJ, Michael Jordan. Is he the greatest 23 of all time? He's the only 23 I know. That I can think of. Which means everyone else not that great that I got their number memorized. Who's your greatest player of all time? For what? All time. Everything. Of For everything? <laughs> Every sport. Uh, th- all together. Who's the GOAT? Who's your greatest athlete that you hold in the highest regards? Probably Michael Jordan. I'm talking personality, everything. Competitive, personality, whatever they stand for, history. Whatever they stand for, history. What? Oh, you that, know what? You just, know that's all just how about how about Mike Bossy? Who cares? Huh? Mike Bossy passing away. Yeah, no uh, yeah, okay. What? Uh, but I'm just saying, like, I don't uh, one has nothing to do with the other. What are you talking about? Like when you're like personality, blah blah blah. Like I don't know no, just like everyone's all, personality. Well, like, like okay, so we're gonna like, find out in ten years. Like Pete Rose with the whole. Well, but you literally say he do, he belongs in the Hall of Fame. He that, does because what counts is between the lines. Okay, then why are you asking me? So uh, what counts is between the lines? Who's your greatest athlete of all time? And I Steve said Eiserman, I said Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. And then you right. said. Who's the greatest of all time, personality-wise, blah, blah, blah. And yeah, I'm like, I was just making, because like, it was a quick response. I was surprised well, that your response was Michael Jordan. That quick. But, like, literally during our generation, who has been the most, like, the g- biggest name ever from us growing up? Yeah, but to me, um, yeah. It's like universal. I think Wayne Gretzky, to me, Wayne Gretzky's for me. Like that's it. Like I'm, I would be like, oh, Wayne Gretzky. Like if somebody said, who's the Wayne Gretzky, Gordy Howe? Oh, so did you know? This is a fun you would fact. say Gordy Howe is the greatest of all time. No, 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 no. I'm oh, saying I was like, like no, 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 no. what? No, um, but that was Wayne Gretzky's idol was Gordy Howe. Okay. And and um, 
Um, that's why he used to wear number nine. And then uh, when he got to um, juniors, number nine was taken. So he wanted number nine. And his coach said, why don't you just add another nine onto your nine? So that's why he's 99. That's it. Yep. That's it. Good story, bro. Good story. Yay. All right. What's up, man? No, I'm just, I'm just. I know. Like for you, like liter- Wayne Gretzky is a bigger name to you than Michael Jordan? No, I'm not. Talk- I'm talking like. No. Yeah, it's just it's no. it's it's a debate, right? Because you're saying yeah. who's your greatest of all time. Well, who's my... not my greatest of all time? I don't know who my greatest of all time. Who's the top five people that you would like to sit down and talk to that's alive right now? How about top three? Top three people. Top three people that are alive right now that you could sit down and have dinner with, one on one, each person. Anybody? Do you want to go dead too? You, my sister, my brother. What? That's it. Like, for me, I don't have any sort of inkling oh, no, to no, sit no. down. To, I'm not saying that. No, but I, I'm I just saying. I understand when, what I'm saying. No, I, I was just I going understand, more like. I understand what you you're could saying. But I understand sit down what with you're like saying. Shaquille O'Neal for I just, an hour. Like, I, like, I, what would I talk to him about? Like, I would be like, how was it to leave your wife? And all your kids. See, because that's not what's going to be on my mind, right? Like, that's to you, that that would be. So, he would not be a person that would come up to me. He's funny as shit. He's a DJ. But when you're saying that to me, though, like. Ed Belfour, right? Would he be another one? I mean, I I would, yeah. I'd like to find out some of those stories. Like him and Jimmy Waite, what happened there, you know? Uh,. What was it like to play against Mario Lemieux and Yammer Yager in 92 for the Stanley Cup? Like, those two dudes. Yeah. That's pretty insane, you know? Um, Shaq. It's just like for Uh, me, I guess uh, I've just felt like um, just like meeting famous people always brings some sort of disappointment. mm -hmm. You know, like whether if they're – assholes or maybe they uh aren't as interesting as you thought or Mm -hmm. you know they have some kind of ego you know like I don't know like just for me like I don't want to meet with someone who's political Mm -hmm. you know like because I don't want to listen to people's politics like I'd you know like people be like Barack Obama but like I I can understand that but like I don't want to talk about politics let's say I wouldn't that's why I wouldn't. I would talk to him about something else, like maybe business or I don't know, something deeper. I wouldn't. I don't know. He's not one of the. But ones he's I literally would do like that. he was a congressman. Like Shaq, and he was I would talk to about life, like his size and what that's like, and growing up and all that shit. Like, just he's a funny dude, so he's got to have some funny no, stories. I understand that, like, but you're asking, you know, who I would want to sit with at and, Belfort, and that's I just, what I'm I saying is that stories. there's. Uh, there's literally no one that I was like that I'm like oh I would like to sit down with Sergey Fedorov and hear about and then maybe how, Rob how the fun. Red Wings got him out of Russia you know like yeah. how they helped him defect out of Russia Sergey Fedorov yeah Sergey yeah. Fedorov you know it's like mm-hmm. it, it's like I don't it's like for me I don't yeah. you know like they have interviews with people. You know, those questions get answered a million times. You know, it's like you, if you're really interested in those things, you just got to listen. 
You know, like for me, I'm more interested in meaningful connections and sitting down to dinner with people that I care about. I get that. Like if it was like pick three people, it's like I'd much rather sit down and eat dinner with my sister or your sister than to sit down with Kim Kardashian. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like for me, those are meaningful conversations and conversations that will impact me forever. Yeah. What I, you know, I can talk to Kim Kardashian about her work in in law. Right. You know, but like, right. is that a meaningful conversation mm-hmm. that could impact my life going forward? Slim to none. Oh, yeah. And St. E. We didn't shout out him. We've seen him too. Met him. Bought a coloring book from him. Sorry, I'm just looking at his picture again. His face is all crazy in there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I, I agree. I don't know. I just, I, I understand just, what you're saying. I was throwing like, yeah, topics yeah, yeah. out there, just things to keep going. You know, what yeah, do you got? Well, that's what Anything we're talking else about. You got? We're having a conversation about it. Yeah. What's up? Oh, nothing. I, no, nothing. Nothing. No, the things I was going to talk about was the things that we done. You know, yeah. we got coming up is a... Gage's graduation party. Gage's, gra- Gage's graduation itself. Got He's got his senior pictures next weekend. His yeah. The following weekend is his graduation, and then a month later will be his graduation party. We got no more kids in school. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. I'll be nice not to, you know, have to worry about, you know, everyday school. It's like at this point, it's like choice school. You know, and it makes it easier because adults, like they're adults and they're making adult decisions. So, yeah, you know, it takes some pressure off you to make sure that they're successful. Now you're to a point you're just guiding and not and not making those choices for them. You're just giving mm-hmm. your feedback and then if they take it to heart, okay. If they don't, okay. And you have yeah. to, it's just a change right. in, uh, you know parenting style you know you're just there for support now and not the actual decision maker so you know yeah my my uh conversations with them are more oh, of you like, went to st louis you didn't even talk about your st louis thing oh yeah i went to st louis yeah because i was like i did more stuff yeah but um my conversations with them more are like uh uh what are your hopes and dreams like what are your plans going forward uh-huh. so that i can help them like yeah. support them in those plans. Yeah. I'm like, but if I don't know any Man, side of plans, tough. then it's like, yeah, I don't know. Do people at that age know, you know, it's just, it's weird. I feel like you had a plan, you know what I mean? And I feel like they don't have plans. I don't feel like I really had a plan. You know, I guess you really didn't have a plan, you know, like everybody kind of has a plan. Your parents kind of tell you, you know, school, that's what my plan was to go to school. Went there for two years and wasted money. You know, I mean, I learned stuff, but you know, when you look at how much you pay for what you get out of it, well, that just goes back to the conversation we we're having earlier. Is that the, if you're not getting the value out of it, if it's not worth that, but that's the problem. You can't. Where where do you tell them where the value's at? You know, like where does the value come in? You know, what I mean, when's the change happen to where? Well, it's the, it's the conversation. Those? Well, it's the conversation of what are your plans Mm -hmm. and what do you need to get there? You know, like if you want to be a doctor, you have to go to school. Right. Like there's no way to not go to school unless you go into the military and become a doctor. Mm -hmm. But then you're going essentially school in the military to be a doctor. Right. You know, like 
you know, if you want to be a singer, you don't need to go to college. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, you don't need to go to UC to be a singer. You know, maybe you go to a voice coach instead. You know, like, you put in time, you know, or maybe you go and take some business classes so you understand how to manage your own self so you don't get screwed over in contract negotiations because you got a shysty representative for you. Right. You know, or you have no representative representative you're just trusting your label to do the right thing by you which of course they'll never do because they're number one so you mean that's something you want to do you know just you got to just think about like do your do you see yourself sitting at a desk or do you see yourself working with your hands okay well if you see yourself working with your hands what kind of you know like i was talking to dave the other day and he was saying you know like i don't want to sit at a computer all day i don't want to sit at a desk you know like i see myself coming home at night with 30 hands yeah okay like, that's a plan. You know what I'm saying? Like, even though it's not, like, some well-thought-out plan, like, it's a direction. Yeah. You know? So I'm like, you know, do you want to, you know, you want to get into construction? You want to, and he said no, that like, he really wants to work on planes. And I said, well, you know, doing six classes, having a 22-hour workload is not feasible for you. Right. Yeah. You know? So what is feasible? You know, yeah. work in full time still. It yeah. And it's like, it's maybe one class, a, you know, a semester, yeah. you know, and it, instead of five and instead of it taking you two years to get it done, yeah. you know, it takes you five years to get it done or six years to get it done, right. but you get it done and you get it done at your pace. You know, it doesn't matter how long it takes you to get to your goal. You just get to your goal, you know, right. unless it's something like I got to be at this goal in three months to be at this goal at six. Like that's a different scenario. And that's more short-term goals. Like, you're talking about lifetime goals. Like, if you want to really work on planes, then start working towards working on planes. And that's what he's saying. He was like, I felt like when I was there, everybody there was older than me, and they already knew what the guy was talking about, and I had never even heard of the shit they were talking about. Right. And I said, well, Dade, that's because you just looked at planes. You weren't looking at the mechanics of planes. I go, you're in classes with guys who only care about mechanics. Right. You know, I go, they don't care about design a plane. I go, so maybe it's not mechanics for you. Maybe it's the body work. Right. You know, I was like, if you, you just said you could see yourself working on cars. I'm like, does it mean you're fixing the engine or does it mean you're, you know, wrapping them, right. you know, wrapping them and dropping them. And, mm. you know, is, is that what you want to do? Dropping you know, them. it's, it's different. You know, yeah. the, the scenario is different and the, the, you know, they have body uh, what's it called? Like body work classes that you can take right. and you wouldn't be taken, you know, how an engine fires, you right. know, you don't need to know the math on that. Right. You know? Yeah. You're taking how to use this stucco right here right. or whatever it is, you know? Right. Yeah. So those are conversations that I'm having with them, you know, like what's your plan? You know, what do you see yourself doing? Right. You know, and you just help them get to there. And they're going to, and I was talking to them and I was saying, you know, you're going to make decisions I don't agree with, but you know, yeah. I'm like, you got to learn by some mistakes. Like everybody's got to mess up and. Well, that's where we're at now. It's at that point where they're going to have to learn the hard way by doing things, you know, mm-hmm. paying bills, struggling. Yeah. Yeah. I Gage agree. is the next one. You yeah. know, Gage has got to get him moving, get him going. You know, I don't know. It's been pretty busy these last couple. What's up? Oh, nothing. I was just. Those are just hashtags. It's just like edits and stuff. 
that's what you're looking at. But yeah, I just yeah. yeah, it's been really busy, and I've been yeah. really tired. St. Louis, you want to get into that? Or oh, not? I went to St. Louis uh, for work yeah. for our Native American Network, mm. and we just really just got together to talk about what the plan is for the next fall for the next following year, mm. um, and the things we want to do. Um, so we just talked through that. But the thing that was funny was that we had it at a hotel. Uh, we were in a conference room at a hotel in St. Louis. And at that same hotel was a blind conference mm-hmm. happening. Right. So it's like uh, the first day I got there, Thursday, it was the night before their con- both of our conferences apparently started. So when I pulled up, there was like, I when I was checking in, there was like 10 blind people sitting on a couch in front of a TV in the lobby. They all had like blind people sticks. And I was checking in. I was like, uh, quick question. She goes, yeah. I go, what's going on with all the blind people? I was like, is there a blind person convention going on? Or, <laughs> And she goes, oh, yeah, it starts tomorrow. And I was like, oh, makes sense. I go, I thought it was pretty, you know, <coughs> random that there was a bunch of blind people just sitting on the couch in the lobby today. Yeah. And she goes, oh, yeah, it starts tomorrow. I'm like, that's cool. But, you know, like some of them had helpers and some of them didn't and like you're at a hotel that you like pretty much have never been to before mm. and you have your cane mm-hmm. and you're like trying to figure it out yeah so like i went to go up to my room and there was this lady just like caught in the corner of the hotel mm-hmm. and she could like hear the elevators and mm-hmm. stuff um so she knew the general direction but she was just like caught in this corner and, yeah. like, couldn't get out of it with her stick. Like, everywhere she moved her stick, it was, like, a wall for her. Mm-hmm. And I walked up, and I was like, hey, uh, everything okay here? And yeah. she was like, um, I think so. And I go, well, do you need any help? And she goes, yes. Um, could you take me to room one, whatever it was, 112, 111, whatever, and I was like, oh, sure, absolutely. She's like, I'm kind of caught in something. I'm not sure. You know, and I was like, oh, you're just in like a corner next to the next to the elevators. And she was like, I could hear them. I just couldn't get to them. So I helped her. Like I walked her to her room by like I just held on to her arm and like helped her get to her room. Yeah. And I was just thinking like if you're going to have like a blind person convention, you know, like that convention should have like people on site. You know, from at least help. at yeah. least to say, like, right. between the hours of 6 a.m. and 11 p.m., uh-huh. we'll have people on site right. to, like, help direct you. Yeah. But they'd be, like, in the bathroom, and they couldn't find the stall. Uh-huh. And I was just thinking, like, I could not imagine. Mm. Like, I could not imagine, like, that's your life every day, and you're trying to like just well, I think negotiate what, an <laughs> unworld look, an yeah. unknown world and right. you can't you don't even know where the stalls in the bathroom are yeah i think yeah that's kind of where we're at now when you think about everything that's going on it's just like damn we're pretty fortunate you know what i mean like, oh yeah it could be a lot worse but yeah that's a tough life like, to, yeah I, to I not deal with that, that you know but i thought that. it was amazing yeah. that they had a convention You know, that they were having a convention where they could, like, provide support to each other and talk Mm. through things that they have done and experienced or can do together. And, you know, I thought it was great. It just sucked that they were literally right next to us and they were on microphones. And it's like it was feeding feeding over in our room because 
like our thing is like 16 people, mm-hmm. right? Like our thing was only 16 people. Their thing was so a lot, we're right. talking. Yeah, right. and they got, you know, 100 people, 200 people. Yeah. In this giant like ballroom thing, and they're uh-huh. talking on microphones, and it's and we're in the room right next door to them, uh-huh. and we're like trying to watch a movie, um, uh-huh. because uh, um, our Native American group uh, partnered with an independent filmmaker, uh-huh. and uh, we made uh, um, a documentary about um, when girls get their moon for this um, Indian tribe in California, uh-huh. and um, it's called a uh, long line of ladies. And it talks about like the whole ceremony that comes along with a girl um, getting her period for the first time. We partnered with L Brand, which is, you know, another brand at my company. Uh-huh. Um, and we made this thing. And it actually is, uh, the lady is a Oscar winning. I thought you were paying attention to me. No, I was trying to think. I was yeah. trying to think oh, of okay. her. She's a she's an Oscar Oscar winning. Um, director Uh um and she's uh we weren't allowed to play it like to the public before because um it had to be shown at sundance first oh yeah. so you know uh, and it it won awards at um that uh i think it's called south by southwest but anyway it's a it's another film festival so it won some awards there too it's only like 25 minutes long okay you know but it's pretty cool so right now i'm like trying to get a hold of the ladies group at my work, the uh-huh. Ladies Affinity Network, so that I can show that movie during their event in September. Okay. I'm also looking for a sponsor, a new sponsor, so I can get more money right. um, to help my cause at my location. So uh, that's what I'm currently doing for we work. Have a platform, so throw it out there for the sponsor. I don't. Is that what you're talking about? Or are you talking about inside your work? Yeah, work sponsor. Oh, people don't know that that are listening, I don't think. It's I know, a sponsor but I, inside I, your work, then. But I, yeah, well, that's what I said. I'm looking for a new sponsor, and so, I said I'm looking for a new sponsor. So that's what I'm currently doing at work right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, so, I was confused, so I think other people would probably feel the same way. That's all. Yeah. So sponsor within your work. Okay, cool. If somebody from the outside wants to sponsor me, I'll take their money too. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. No, I'm just I, uh, you know, I'm looking for an internal sponsor. I'm trying to find us a, a sponsor for my location so that I can get a budget so that I can do the events that I want to do at my location through a sponsor at my location. So, because right now I'm from a central budget, so if that central budget's used for something else, then I can't use that budget. Gotcha. Yeah. So that's what I'm looking for. So that's it for me. Yeah. That was my trip to St. Louis. Yeah, you went up in the arch. Yeah, I did go to city. I went up on the arch. I rode on a steamboat. Check those out. That was, that basically took up the whole time. So that's the cool stuff. What was that like? Well, I've been in the, so I've been in the arch before. So I guess maybe oh. that's why I didn't think of it. This is my, se- uh. that was my second time in the arch. Oh, you know? where you went when you went in the first time? Uh, 18, 19. And with my friends, we were on our way, uh, on our way back. Yeah, we're on our way back from a powwow we went to at Haskell in Kansas at Haskell Indian Nations University. Uh-huh. They have a big powwow for their graduation. So we drove out there and went to that, and then we were on our way home. Uh-huh. We stopped in St. Louis, and uh, we spent the night there. Oh, and, is that uh, the sketchy? Is no. that the hotel? Uh-uh. With the guy with, no, that was when I went with my friend Angie and um, Melissa. 
uh, we went to Nashville to a powwow and we were, we stayed at this motel and a guy with a knife walked past our window. So we packed up all our stuff and we drove to North Carolina and went to another powwow. Mm. So we drove from that night from Nashville to North Carolina and went to a powwow there. And then we drove from North Carolina back to East Lansing where Melissa dropped us off and she went back up to, um, she went to central Michigan, but she lives in, she she lives in Mount Pleasant. Yeah. (coughs) She went to central Michigan, but she lives, um, what's her name? Melissa. Melissa. Uh, She lived on the, um, she lives on the res in Mount Pleasant because she is a, a Saginaw Chippewa Indian. Saginaw Hawks. Yeah. The hockey team. Yeah, but she, uh, you know, she's doing big things now. Melissa she's what? Doing big things. She was the guest of Jill Biden. Oh, that's right. At the State of the Union address. So. And she went where? She went to Central Michigan? Mm-hmm, Central Michigan. She's working on her doctorate right now. Uh, doctorate in education, I believe. Yeah. So at Central Michigan, too. And then my uh, friend Angie's working on her doctorate at Michigan State. Nice. Yeah, so and then uh, my friend Sandy Wemigwasi, she was studying in Toronto, but now she's doing her doctorate at Michigan State, too. Uh-huh. Yeah, she was my bestest friend from college. Nice. My freshman year, you know. Cool. Yeah, St. but. St. Louis was cool. Yeah, St. Louis yeah. was cool. Cold, you know, crappy. Well, it rained Thursday, yeah. Friday, and then it cleared up Saturday. It looked like it was going to rain. It was supposed to start pouring at, like, 2 o'clock, which was, we were having a, uh, retirement party for our friend Tina. Uh-huh. Um, so uh, it was supposed to start pouring uh-huh. right at the time of the party, but yeah. it ended up staying clear and it actually was the most beautiful day so much so that I actually didn't want to go back into the, into the hotel and hang out there. But, you know, I had to get up at three thirty to like pack my, finish packing my stuff and head to the airport yeah. for the long trip home. I had a five hour layover in Chicago. Yeah. So I was pretty bored. Yeah. Probably walked that airport like 6,000 times. Right. That Well, the terminal I was in. Right. So I would walk from A to B to C over and over again. Yeah. You know. And I was hungry, but it was just like all That's the lines were super time. long. And then I stood in line for like an hour to get Dunkin' Donuts. And then when I got to the front, she said that their, yeah. their machine was broken. So you couldn't get anything that had espresso. So no lattes, no cappuccinos, uh, no macchiatos. Jesus. So all she had was plain coffee and then syrups. So I got a French vanilla coffee. Yeah. yeah. And it wasn't hot. So I ended up just drinking a little bit of it and pitching it. It just tasted horrible. Yeah. Well, we're pouring up on two hours here. Yeah. You're looking pretty tired. I'm you tired. are looking tired, too. I am. You got red, glossy eyes. Yeah. I didn't sleep for a while last night. Well, you said you didn't either. I think it's this weekend, you know, but. Yeah. It's Mother's Day, you know, so celebrate your moms if they're still around. If they're not, you know, take this opportunity to realize what you got, you know, and make something special, you know. Tell your mom you love her. Um, We're going to take my mom out tomorrow to dinner. Mom and dad, you, me, the boys. Yeah, be a good time. Cool. I didn't know. Yep. Let me get up tomorrow and make you breakfast for Mommy's Day. Fancy. Fancy, yeah. Nice. I was a little bummed, though. Why? Because I was trying to make you some biscuits and gravy. Yeah. 
but they were out of the biscuit or they were out of the gravy. Oh. And I was like, I don't really know how to make gravy from <laughs> scratch. So I think we might have one in the freezer. <laughs> if we do, then we're in the money. I think we do. I hope so. So if we, we do, chicken. we're good because that's what I was going to make. I got everything else. But, I'd uh, say. Yeah, it's Mother's Day. So text your mom, tell her you love her, get her a card, get her nice gifts. Nice gifts. I was like, get her a knife. No, nice. I meant nice gifts. Get her a nice gift. <laughs> Not no, knives. No, Don't get your mouth. No, li- listen to this story real quick. So uh, I know we're trying to, I was about to say hang up, but like, I know we're trying to end this podcast. But what's today, hang up mean? Yeah, what's hang up mean? Uh, back in the day, your phone used to go on the wall and you used to yeah. hang it up. So anyway, uh, Gage, uh, we were walking around the grocery store today when I was uh, picking up food for dinner and, um. He goes to me, he goes, you ever have intrusive thoughts? And I was like, yeah, I do. And then we just were walking. And I was just, and then I started thinking about it again. Cause I was just like, yeah, I do. And then I go, why'd you ask me that? Do you have intrusive thoughts? He goes, yeah, I do. And I go, what are your intrusive thoughts say? And he goes, uh, jump into that display of stuff and knock it all over. <clears throat> and I was like, oh, I was like, that's funny. He goes, yeah, he goes, what do your intrusive thoughts say? And I'm like, stab her. <laughs> and he was like, oh. Whoa. <laughs> I'm like, but that's it's, what. I'm reading about it right now. I literally pulled it up on Google. I'm like, what is this? Intrusive thoughts may be violent or disturbing. Damn. <laughs> I had one the other day. Dude, that's how mine I don't want to tell you that, but I was like, dude, on the. My, oh, my, no, mine are my. saying, mine will, mine will be like, you should just drive in that pole. <gasps> why that the dude that's i've always had thoughts like i that. had that the other day i was dude, going down I've, 74 I've and always, i looked at those things and i go what if i just pulled right into this fucking medium and flipped this car over 10 times yeah <laughs> <laughs> fucking crazy those are intrusive thoughts yep okay so I yeah them too. so i'm like i'm like what do your intrusive thoughts say and he's like He's like, jump into that display of stuff and knock it all down. I'm like, oh, well, those are pretty good. <laughs> the know? other day when I was heading like, to work, my intrusive thought was I was looking at the bridge. And I was like, drive right in between them two. Oh, in between the two bridges? Yeah. I know what you're talking about, where yeah. it just goes in a river. Yep. Yeah, but my, it's, got, it's got bushes and shit. I was like, yeah. oh, they put bushes and trees Yeah, mine there. are always like super violent. It's like, stabber. I get some of those. Or it's like, sometimes it'll just be like, you should just kill them all. I'm like, No. I don't want to do that. That's scary, though. What if you do? <laughs> what if? Oh, my God. That's why they're called intrusive thoughts. Yeah. Because they're just out Until of nowhere. they do happen. But other times my brain is like, you yeah. should have a snack. Yeah. And I'm like, no. And it's like, eat a snack, I mean, Everybody bitch. has those thoughts, though. There's nobody out there that can say no. Like, we've all had I'm those. I'm sure there's yeah. someone who will say no just because oh, they yeah. don't want anyone to know. I'm I'm better than Not that. me. Mine is like stabber. Yeah. yeah. You should just stab her right Sometimes now. I see it in your eyes. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. My brain's like, you should just stab her. Yeah. See what happens. Stab her and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Intrusive thoughts. That's yeah. Fucking crazy. Drive into that pole. You asked Gage or Gage asked you? Gage asked me. Because we were just walking in the grocery store. Where just was this at today? At Kroger. Yeah. Oh, walking okay. past. We're just walking past. And they, you know, they have those displays all built. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah, he yeah. just looks at me. He goes, hey, Ma. I go, yeah. And he goes, you ever have intrusive thoughts? I go, yeah, I do. And then we just kept walking it. And then I like, I think panicked a little bit. Thinking like maybe he was like trying to tell me something. And then I go, yeah, why? Uh, 
about intrusive. Do you have intrusive thoughts? Yeah. And he goes, yeah, I do. And I go, oh, well, what are yours say? And yeah. then he was like, jump into that display and knock it all yeah. down. I was like, oh. That's what, that's what I did with John, remember? We told that story at Sports Plus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Me and John. He Is that when the, he shoved you into it? No, thing? I shoved him into it. We were oh. walking because, you know, when, whenever you play hockey at Sports Plus, we'd go into the pro shop. Right. And they would stack their skates up in the middle of, like, they had oh, this yeah, first yeah, yeah. aisle that's a big aisle. So they would literally split the aisle in two by stacking brand new skate boxes up. Yep. Like, up, up, up. And then and they, they changed it. They put hockey sticks there. Yeah, now there's hockey it. sticks. Yeah, yeah, but it was those skates. And me and John was in there one time. And I hip checked them into them, and they all fell, all of them. I was like, "Holy shit!" And we laugh about it every time because it's like, "Yeah, <laughs> he's a big boy." <laughs> he took them all out. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, motherfucker!" So we. Had- <laughs> yeah, it was just funny when he said it, though. Yeah. Yeah, it's like intrusive thoughts, and he was that like, "When I told him, he was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. And he's like, "Yeah, sometimes mine are like that too." And I was like, "Well, good. It's not just me." Yeah. And he's like, "Oh, it's yeah, it's not just yeah. me either." And I'm like, Everybody "Nope, we them. have them." Everybody has them. I just thought it was funny. Yeah, that's crazy. Especially nowadays, it's all heightened, you know, with everything going on. People are feeling a certain way, you know. But like you said, you know, just get. I always say, just keep swimming, keep moving on. What do you say? You know, just keep on it trucking. What it, is. it is what it is. Yeah. I'm risk it for the biscuit, you know, risk it for the biscuit. So. Me, I'm just, uh, I'm just, uh, you know, shit happens and you don't know what the future is going to be like. So all you got is what's happening right now. Right. Living the now. And that's what you need to focus on. Yeah. I've been reading that four agreements. That's pretty good. Yeah. I was listening to something today and they were talking about, um, we were talking about your future and like, you know, writing down your plans and having like an outline for like what you want to do for like your goals and shit. You know what I mean? And a lot of people don't do that. Like the wherever they want to go, wherever they want to get their end goal, you know, like you have to have some sort of outline or some sort of game plan. You know, it's almost well, that's like what a we're business talking about, plan. Like the speaking it into existence, like you Same writing thing. it down, yeah. gives you direction. You can go right. back and like check I off do the a boxes. Daily to do, or, you know, I got a daddy do list of like all the projects around the house. Cause you know, there's just so many of them, Yeah, <laughs> you know, you forget. So I'm like, all right, I got to do this, this, like right now, the new things, the front door, mm-hmm. you know, like we got to go that. And then like, you know, I'd like to get you a new spot since you're working from home so that you're not, you know, high chairing it. Yeah. You know, get a new table up there. I'd like to get a desk down here for my cards so that I can get that more organized over there. Mm-hmm. You know, if you need cards, hit me up. <laughs> Rip strips and kicks. Rip strips and kicks on the Insta. I like doing these reels too. I'm having fun with that. Yeah. I'd like to get, like, I just got stickers. So I'll have them on the thing. I just got to bunch of stickers that are kind of like i i designed them more of like a business card you know like here's your sticker take this you know those aren't the ones i'm selling those are the ones i'm just basically like hey if you need anything here's my wu-tang sticker yeah you know i still uh borrowed the w and changed it up a little bit and made it mine i remember reading a book it's called uh steal like an artist yeah, <laughs> I bought those two books at at um, Kinko's when I was in line. They're little mini books. I think they're up on the bookshelf. But and that's what it talks about. Like every artist <clears throat> is a 
product of what he's stolen his ideas from, you know. Stealing's a harsh word, but like borrowing, you know, influenced, I like to say. Tools in the toolbox, you know. Yeah. Like that's what my my box is full of tools, and when I'm doing a new art piece, I go in that box and go, "This will be a little cool thing," and yeah, go in that bottom drawer and pull this out, and you know, you see the end result. You know, I like the way it's moving though. Design's getting a little easier. You know, I, I'm trying to do more just on my phone. Mm-hmm. You know, like where I don't have to use the laptop. I feel like I need to get in, dabble into your the iPad you got. But I could do some shit on there, but we need to get some shirts made for a spouse, huh? Yeah, probably. Eric, Eric's always been asking. Eric Holland. Yeah. Shout out to that dude. We need to get the squad together. That's what we should do for Gabriel's wedding. Oh, I can't tell you. You're just going to whisper now? Nope. All right. This has been episode 20. What are you doing? I'm not done. We got a whole nother hour to go. No, we don't. You literally yeah. just no, trying to end it. I just want right to talk here. about. Uh, page three. Okay. I'm just kidding. What were you going to say? You want to talk about what? I was just that kidding. This was episode 23 of a spouse podcast. I'm Jade and you're Dave and we're out. Yeah, That's but they got to follow us on this stuff. You got another podcast, Best Friend Show podcast. We've got uh, Wago Studios for all your creative ideas. Um, we've got Rip Strips and Kicks for all your, I don't know, I, no, cards. For all your cards. Vintage wear or shoe needs. Sneaker heads for the sneaker heads. What else? We got another one. That's it. Right? Yeah, follow me on Best Friend Show Podcast. Best Friend Show Podcast. Follow Dave at Wiggle Studios. Follow us both at Espoused. Follow me and Tony at Rip Strips, Strips and, and Kicks. Kicks. Uh, share and like and follow. <clears throat> Follow us on, on Spotify, wherever you listen to us. I don't know how. And rate our podcast. Yeah, rate it. Because it moves us up in the algorithm. Yeah, we would like to move up. See us. And uh, I've been doing the reels in the algorithm. That's a whole fun yeah. thing. So whole new thing. Been learning a lot about that. It's funny because like now my um, I made the uh, Astronomicon reel. And so like there for a minute when I did that opening day, when me and dad went to the opening day parade, I made that reel of the uh, Cincy FC mascot. Yeah. And then it's like been popping, so now it's up to like seven thousand, and then the Astro one's like popping. So it's weird, like to see the algorithm and when, like I guess it's um, promoted, you know, because yeah. like yeah, yeah. Facebook asks you if they can promote your stuff, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah, like promote it, but like also like, you know, takes money to make money. Well, have you have you gotten those things from them though, where they'll say, uh, "We'll give you twenty dollars to promote your stuff, and you can buy ads, or you can promote it, and mm-hmm. you get to choose." Mm-hmm. That's a we'll use that. We never put any money into it. We just use when they give, give us, us money. That? Okay, I'm gonna start doing those. Yeah, I've been yeah, getting. A lot I haven't of those. seen anything. I got a ton on Wego Studios. Oh yeah, you should use those. those up. Yeah, you should use them. So I use we'll that. So Wego Studios is kind of like the umbrella for me, and I always had that vision when I first came up with Wago Studios was like this umbrella for all these stupid creative ideas you know like the nasty boys right nasty boys were the old uh reds pitching squad and now I kind of stole that made it like hey 
we're nasty. We're the nasty boys. We're like we're like the boys. You know what I mean? So oh, it's your video games. So then, well, so then we started with the video games. We got a chat. You know, we got like a Snapchat. It's kind of like your thing. Like you have that little Facebook group of you and the chicks, the girls. Yeah. You know, that's what our Snapchat is. That's oh, the what classy the classy broads. Yeah, you're the classy broads. We're the nasty boys. Same thing, right? But that's under the Wago Studios. And I'm trying to hand that off to, like, Logan, because Logan has his, um, he's got an eSports team that he started that they play Rocket League, and they get streamed on, you know, um, professional Rocket League channels on Twitch. <clears throat> and so he's doing the video game thing, so I'm like, hey, man, take over this, you know, but it'll be under the umbrella, and then I can create, like, logos, and, you know, we can make drip for, like, espoused and best friend show. And the nasty boys and all that, and then have like a, have like a e store, you know, and then like the rip strips and kicks. Me and your brother's doing, you know, that kind of sparked up. I got back into cards in November. Mm -hmm. You know, your brother's been into flipping shit for a while. Yeah, doing cars, cars shoes. shoes, you know, and so it kind of sparked his like, oh, if Dave's into this, cool. So then we kind of got the whole vintage. You know, I bought that starter jacket and mm -hmm. vintage shit popped up. You know, and then. um you know, with the spouse podcast and you're like with this podcast, people listen to us, you know, and I know they enjoy it. I enjoy doing these, you know, it's fun just to shoot the shit, you know, cause you and I, we talk a lot, but you know, when we sit down to do these, it's like, we really get into each other's mind, you know? So I learn a little bit about you each time we talk, mm -hmm. you know, people learn about us, you know, we get to go through it a little bit on here. You, you know, get to go then, to bed tonight thinking I'm going to stab you. Yeah, and then I, like, my I turn this thoughts. off, you fucking hit me and bite me and scratch me. And Calm I'm down, Amber Heard. Amber Heard. <laughs> oh, God, that's a whole other. See, we could do a whole other hour on that shit. But we're not. But we're not. We're getting out of here. Because yeah, it's we're getting tired. tired. It's mommy day tomorrow. <laughs> it's 11 o'clock from... at night. Is it really 11? It's 11.07. Holy fuck. Yeah, so... You know, we appreciate um, all everybody of you listening. guys. Everybody listening. Everybody who, like, comments um, on SoundCloud because everything goes through SoundCloud for us. So we, we see, like, we see what we're getting number-wise, you know, and it's we're not doing it for that. We're just doing it for fun. You know, it's nice to talk, talk to our friends. We're going to get more of our friends on here again. We can see our most active listeners, though. We do. So that's fun. Who's our most active? I, I don't remember. We do. It's it's we got people overseas. Yeah, we, we get statistics, people. so we see what yeah. our stuff is. We got so people overseas. Listening. We appreciate you listening. Yep. When we're high energy, when we're low energy, when we're basically about to be in a fist fight, <laughs> when we have our friends on here. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, a fist fight. We run the gambit. I think on the shows. I'm sure you guys have all heard us yeah. argue. We don't do a lot of editing either. You know, people always ask that, like, how much? I'm like, you know, there's times like uh, the one with John. I think I got into. Um, you know, his daughters a little bit and was talking about their school. So I think that's the only edit we did on that. But, you know, we don't do it like we're real. This is us. You know, this is us. You go through it just like we do. So it's fun. I have fun doing these. You know, it's fun just to sit down and talk. This was supposed to, um, I was supposed to get my baseball card, uh, my buddy that he owns a baseball card shop. And uh, I've been trying to get him on here. So I told him 23 would be the episode because he's got a Michael Jordan rookie card. And, but, you know, people get scared. They don't want to come on and talk. But we got. Well, it's some, a big thing, right? People it is don't a big wanna, thing. People yeah. can say some stuff and be in trouble forever. Yeah. People can say stuff today for and get business, in trouble. Yeah, well, whatever. they can get yep. in trouble for ten ten years from now. 
you know, so it's like, it'll just go back and be like, remember on this podcast when you said this, True. Yeah. you know, so it is, you know, it's something that can be nerve wracking. So I understand, but it's yep. 11, 10 now and yep. I think we should end it. So All right. this has been the spouse podcast episode 23. I'm Jade and I'm Dave and we are out. Hey, thanks for listening to a spouse podcast. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoy recording them. Uh, just want to take a minute here to make sure that you follow us on all our other socials. Um, on Instagram, you can follow us on a, at a spouse podcast. That's E S P O U S E D podcast. That's the same on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. If you want to send us a message, go ahead and email us at the same espouse podcast at gmail.com. Remember to rate us on your favorite podcast platform. Yeah. Five and, stars. And, and when, yeah, definitely five stars. Uh, in the email, leave us the negative stuff, but, <laughs> but make sure you rate us good. Yeah, and don't forget to follow some of our other uh, podcast homies. Uh, my other podcast, Best Friend Show Podcast, with uh, retired pro wrestler, Hardcore Heather Owens. And then also uh, our Best Friend Show Podcast, Yoda uh, Defect, yeah. at Wicket 101, um, where you can view live on the Magic Ninja Entertainment channel. Yeah, so thank you again for listening to our podcast, and uh, we hope you enjoyed it as much as we do. Thank you.